I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Just the other day, I got a starter kit. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Caught the face from the backs of the border of the mind state. I play control to a fraud. Nah, it ain't happening. Not uh to make it even. Robin and thieving is one who infiltrates with the Colgate frown. Y'all remember my nasal before I sniff frequencies. Well, it started in the year 78, but it's 93. Or should I say 94? For my style is much more. I said, come in, come in, come on, come out into my reservoir. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Tuesday, Walking Dead Tuesday, day mm-hmm. walking, mid season finale Tuesday. Yes, sir. About to recap this biatch. Yes, sir. But we can't do that without the one, the only, the esteemed even <laughs> Jay. Cosby, what's going on? Man, I just knew it was another guest. Uh, <laughs> he said the esteem. No, I was man. like, I was like, I looked around the room. This Negro cannot be talking about me. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know how it is, man. I got nothing but respect for you. I wouldn't let you in my house if I didn't. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Well, I appreciate that. Uh, man. So how how was how was your Thanksgiving, dog? Uh, I really think I thought I was gonna get to enjoy myself, take a break, just mm-hmm. eat good. Um, and the only thing I did was eat good. That's it. Uh, yeah, that, that wasn't no breaks. Did Turk cook? Uh, now nah, my mom cooked. Turk, I was going to say she can cook, and she actually thought about helping, but then she was like, "Nope." Mm. I don't blame her. I so. hear you. The whole black women get when they get in the kitchen, they be like, <laughs> "You bring the potato salad." Like they don't want you to make no real food. You bring the cake. Did you get out there and celebrate African American Friday? Uh, unfortunately, I did. I was security for um my mom and Turk. So you were, <laughs> that's not security. So, so you ain't down for the community, my brother. Mm-mm. Did no, y'all no did y'all only go to black black owned stores? Well, I'm light skinned so you know I'm welcome everywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> my dollars, <laughs> my dollars spend everywhere. Oh, okay. uh, your dollars matter. Because <laughs> from my understanding, the people that didn't sell uh, spend money at black owned businesses on on friday y- y'all uh the job squad coming for y'all at some right. point dang shit oh, okay well, for christmas i mean do what y'all gotta do just know i'm real about mine <laughs> 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 you know what i'm saying hey you, you know don't see me back down from anybody and you're hey not. i know your kids need the new tv and all that stuff and i know you know the house you 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 gotta get catch the good sale so you can get the the house remodeled. But uh, fuck that shit. It's Black Black Business Friday. Hey, we, man, so say if the internet. We did we did things like buy a um, vacuum, mm. <laughs> a Dell, a rug that was on sale. Mm. Uh, you know shit like that. Not you know I wasn't out buying TVs or the latest oh, okay. the latest J's. I went and bought stuff that was like against black people. <laughs> oh Lord, nice. like, got what? like I got some uh I got some Paula Dean cookware on sale. Mm. Oh, I bet you you did. I thought the stores was all out of those. Nah, nah, man, I found a Black Friday sale. I've been looking. Damn. Yeah, man, got me the Paula yeah. Deans. And, and and on the low, it's actually a good quality uh, cooking set. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like it because it comes in different colors. You can get, yeah, she got yellow, yeah. <laughs> red. You can decorate it to match your uh, plates. I got mine in red to, so it can match her neck. You know? <laughs> oh, Lord. So I, I made sure to go ahead and participate in that, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of black people that was angry with me as I was walking out of Big Lots of that big ass box. But you know what? <laughs> Got my new cookware, hey, and uh, I'm happy. Big Lots had a lot of stuff on sale. They had a sound bar for yeah, your TV on do. sale. Mm-hmm. Now it uh, only <laughs> might last three days, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, Big Lots had good stuff, man. 
I remember one time I got some Kool Aid packets out of there. It was like ten cent each. I was like, "Fuck!" They have the price of yeah. that Walmart charge. You can't go by the internet anyway, you know, because the internet had you boycotting everything, right? <laughs> right. You know what you what mean? Mean? Mad at everybody. They catch from their phone talking <laughs> boycott McDonald's, right. and it's mainly so they could be first in line mm-hmm. for the new McRib sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Motherfuck- <laughs> motherfuckers ain't went to a movie in a year talking about boycott Exodus. Ain't no black people in it. <laughs> <laughs> like motherfucker, when the last time you tweeted about a movie? You don't go to the movies anyway, right? Yeah. So you don't count. I'm about to go see these white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be greatness. Out here getting these bootlegs. Right. Meanwhile, with Tyler Perry come out with a movie, we don't see you down at the check cashing spot. Nah, you be mm-hmm. at home. Right. You don't want Tyler Perry to do Exodus. You'll be mad. Yep. Oh, they'd be furious. Why Malik Yoba gonna be Moses? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what does Medea got to do with the flags? Mm-hmm. They ain't happy till they see Janet Jackson in the role. Mm-hmm. Hoping they just, and that's only because they remind her, they, they, she, she reminds them of the, uh, Super Bowl wardrobe mm-hmm. malfunction. That's all. Well, uh, this is the Black Guy Tips podcast. Of course, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Search the Black Guy Tips. Uh, make sure you guys, uh, do some easy steps like watch us live on spreecast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're watching us live, there's a button at the top left hand corner where you can actually like us, love us, follow us. And that button will help you get emails, you know, adjust your account accordingly. Helps you get emails whenever we send out a live show. So it's like, hey, I scheduled a show today at 530. You would have got this email. Boom. You show up, jam out for like 30 minutes or so, and then we start the show. It's pretty fun. Uh, then you get to hang out with all the races that you see in the chat room. And they're pretty racist and pretty funny. Um, and then also on the blackoutest.com, you can put your email in and subscribe to the website and decide to either get daily, weekly, or monthly updates from the website that tells you when we have a new post up. So when we do things like change the password for the RSS feed, which is coming up soon for premium listeners, uh, when we have guest spots, when we do things like post a new episode, there's a link right from your email. Maybe you want to leave a comment. Boom. You can just go right to your email. Oh, here's the episode I want to leave a comment on. It's uh, really easy to use, and I suggest everybody take advantage of that. Um, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Just in time for Christmas. Um, and uh, we are sponsored today. We're sponsored by Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com. Make us a fine earbuds that go right inside your ears, all discreet. Maybe you're at work, your boss keeps walking by, and you just put one earbud in, and then you can listen to it discreetly. You know, maybe you run it up through your, your shirt so that they can't really see the, the, the cord. I've done these things. I speak from experience, all right? And you can listen to us. We can be your buddies all the way through your day at work. And then you can go, oh, man, I love me, surrounded, Karen, get me through the day. But you can't do that without your earbuds. Now, what happens when one of those earbuds breaks? You're in trouble. Now, you got to go up to damn CVS. Buy the cheap ones. It's a hassle. You got to spend the money again. Right. You know you didn't spend a lot of money in the first place. You bought the cheap ones. Come on. We all do it. Mm -hmm. I'm not judging you. It's just true. Well, how about this? You go to tweakedaudio.com and you get 33% off. In addition to that, you get, you know, some, any color, any make, any model. All right. All right. So you get your 33% off. Then you get free shipping. So now you're just paying the cost minus 33% plus 
plus and then you get the free shipping so what's the problem then you get a little tax um but more importantly you also get a lifetime guarantee a lifetime warranty guys send those shits back if they break get you a new pair a couple days later in the mail no more having to go back out to walmart no more fumbling trying to get the one earbud to work and turning your head to a 90 degree angle and everybody's like something wrong with your neck oh look (laughs) boss he over there listening he listening Next thing you know, you in the like, uh, you in the supply closet chained up. Who I don't know what your boss does. Oh Lord! But you know, you might work for Paula Dean. What I do know <laughs> is that if you, this wouldn't have happened if you had those tweaked audio mm-hmm. earbuds and you use nope. code TBGWT to get thirty three percent off, free shipping, and a lifetime guarantee. That's tweakedaudio.com, Code TBGWT. All right, and that's not limited lifetime, is it? Mm-mm. No, it's your lifetime. So eat healthy. Right. Exercise. I'm trying to put tweaked audio out of business, y'all. Okay. We going we gonna use our lifetime guarantees. Everybody eat healthy. And when you're seventy five, just be sending them shits back like I want my earbuds. So y'all could get a new pair <laughs> um of headphones every year if you want it. Mm-hmm. You could. You could just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I want I'm breaking these. Let me get a new pair. Send them off and get a new pair every Ex- year. Exactly. What are they gonna do? Send you a new pair. Send you a new pair. <laughs> it's not your fault they agreed to do it for a lifetime. That's a long ass time. Mm-hmm. It's a mighty long time. Shit, that's that's the perfect buy for some kids because they it tear is. everything up. You know you got some badass kids. Okay. <laughs> you know it. Shit, that's how fun the adult Roger would tell you the pair of headphones that I've been through. So, uh, all right, man. Let's do it. Uh we gotta talk about day walking. <laughs> episode number eight which means we're at the mid-season finale mm-hmm. it's over for the season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the title of this episode was coda c-o-d-a not like ed coda north carolina <laughs> north carolina point guard known for closing fools out it was directed by ernest dickerson Mm. uh ernest dickerson also directed alone from last season and let's see what was last and welcome to the tombs from season three which is the last episode of that season so ernest is uh you know he's dealt with a, with a he's done quite a few oh let's say he done 11 episodes Mm-hmm. he also did uh what was it too far gone last season so uh you know he's done some work uh, it was written by Seth Hoffman, uh, who also has worked with uh, Ernest Dickerson in the past on Too Far Gone. Um, 14.8 million people watch this show. Mm-hmm. Number one show on TV, y'all. Yes, it is. Um, so, Coda is the eighth, easy, eighth, eighth episode of the mid-season finale of the fifth season of the post-apocalyptic horror television series, The Walking Dead. 
uh in this episode a lot is going on um first of all rick and crew have gone to atlanta to try to save beth from the hospital mm-hmm. in addition to that father gabriel decided to go on a hike just <laughs> we'll stroll through the stroll through the neighborhood mm. get which his has, cardio get his cardio right which has disastrous repercussions for the church <laughs> yes and abe and crew return to the group uh back to the church so they did all that shit for nothing um wasting gas and shit wasting gas and shit and of course <laughs> a, a major death uh which we'll get to at the end but let's start with how did you feel about this overall i start you first karen mm-hmm. i liked it mm-hmm. i liked it a lot it was a very very good episode to me mm-hmm. had action it had drama it had the oh my god what the fuck is going on moments mm-hmm. i enjoyed it justin how much did you hate it uh i actually thoroughly enjoyed this episode what? hold up now i mean you've been going on a good streak of disliking <laughs> episodes uh for most of the season i feel like uh what happened what what, what changed for this episode i thought it was very well put together very well written uh nah man it had a lot of action in it dog it started <laughs> out it started out great man it did but over the scene before they started to roll the credits yeah. had me geeked for the rest of the episode nah for real every time um same here man i i mean i've enjoyed all the episodes this season really mm-hmm. uh i just think it's a masterfully written show and well done um i do have a couple you know gripes that i always bring up uh today no exception i'm sure but uh i enjoyed the hell out of this episode great way to end the season mm-hmm. um and you know just it's what the show's known known for that it hit every mark you know you had your action you had your cool dialogue you had your gut-wrenching uh loss you know just man loved it all um so let's get right into it and uh break down coda um uh so the first thing that happened was um my man rick um was chasing officer bob right because uh they did like this cool little like montage i just realized i was using hashtag real housewives of atlanta for <laughs> that's what, i think that's what you was watching prior yeah, to it yeah for my first three tweets <laughs> <laughs> i know that was confusing it was like what apollo got to do with this what is officer bob? <laughs> bob out here in atlanta yeah phaedra ain't get hit with no car did she right um so yeah uh basically um Officer Bob is on the run, hands still tied behind his back with the plastic, um, with the plastic cuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, and then they do a montage where the time is shifting around. So you got Rick's legs running through an alley and then it cuts to like Officer Bob running with his hands tied behind his back. Then it cuts to Officer Bob trying to cut his, uh, cord on the fender of a car right. so that he can get his hands free, mm-hmm. which obviously didn't work because he started running again. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to zombies and the zombies are walking around trying to get the officer Bob. And, um, you know, uh, Rick runs by a zombie and guts it. Um, that was neat. Yeah, it was neat. Although that mm-hmm. doesn't kill zombies. So it was just kind of, I was like, cool special effect. I don't get what the point was. Um, but, uh, and then eventually Rick runs to a police car, uh, and he's driving down the street in the Atlanta police car and, uh, he sees officer Bob 
trying to run away. Yeah, he treated them like the folks in Ferguson. It was like, hey, stop running. It reminded me of a scene with Jason. Like, it just, mm-hmm. it don't matter how fast you run, like, he gonna catch you. He warned yeah. him. And Officer Bob couldn't really get, you know, his full athleticism because he had his hands tied behind his back. So, right. it's hard to run that way. Correct. <laughs> and he was just running and sweating like, ooh, ooh, Lord, it's hot out here. <laughs> These Atlanta I streets. I make it. Should have took this vest off. <laughs> right. Uh, so of course Rick gets on the horn of the car and says, Hey, uh, stop, stop running. Officer Bob just keeps running, doesn't say shit. He says, stop running. He said, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to ask again. Right. And I guess Officer Bob just really didn't believe him <laughs> because as that car started to speed up, Officer Bob said, Oh shit. Yes, he did. <laughs> And Officer Bob ended up being Officer Pavement. <laughs> that motherfucker hit that car. That special effect was so good. <laughs> he knocked the hell out of him. Oh, I rewound that so many times. He hit that car. Yo, he hit the he hit Bob, and Bob ass flew like a good twenty feet before he hit the road. And you know what? You would in reality, like uh, you in the car, car wins every time. The only thing he was missing was his shoes flying off his feet for real. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even skid. No, no. Like he just hit it. Like it's actually worse. Like I would have rather skinned it a little bit, even oh, though no. I would have lost some skin. Like at least the like the inertia could have like kept me moving. Like he hit the ground like dunk. Right, because you you basically went ten feet in the air. And uh, Rick just looked like your daddy when he had to give you a whooping. Like right. he wasn't even. He was more mad that he's like, now why you had to do that? Right, I told your ass to stop. Right, why you make me do that? He's like Ray Rice getting out the elevator. Like. I, <laughs> why you make me do this to you again you know um so uh rick you know basically got out and was like i tried to tell your ass mm-hmm. you know and officer bob was laying there um you know on the ground trying to use his light skin powers mm-hmm. still trying to negotiate <laughs> yep he was like now why didn't you just stop when i told you to and bob was like i don't know you that was a good point and he was like yeah but you know like we had just talked this shit and he's like look man i don't know you uh i and look at what kind of person you are you know you hit me with that car he's like yeah but that's your fault you're <laughs> right because i told your ass to stop yeah but I, but you know the thing is and and officer bob it, it's kind of the perspective that you gave is that from the outside looking in they don't know rick and them right well, and well, they don't know yeah. their intentions and nope. so why should he trust anything they have to say yeah we the audience have grown to see rick and these guys and what they've had to become if they just showed up in my house today i'd be scared as fuck of that crew because yep. they hard it's like they just show up to your house start boarding up your windows telling you what you're not gonna do and shit right are you of course you're gonna be scared you don't you know you don't know what these motherfuckers are capable of mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all, oh shit it's rick and the crew right nah yeah. nah it's not how it rolls even 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 with, even with them take your shoes off at the motherfucking door mm-hmm. leave your weapons outside <laughs> right i don't know you like this one at a time and they would do the same thing if you came up on them you know yep but um the problem was that Bob wasn't running zigzag, so that's really on him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nigga was running in a straight line. It don't get no easier than that. How far away was he from the hospital? I mean, damn. I know. How was you even <laughs> going to get in? Nigga, you don't got no hands to open the door. <laughs> he yep. got killed from the zombies anyway because he couldn't have done shit. His hands were tied. Yeah, and he was getting winded. Like the zombies yeah, was, you would have too. It seemed like the zombies wasn't even that far behind him. He was... He was running, and them zombies was like, we still here. Them, them zombies <laughs> in Atlanta a little faster. In the city, they still... 
They yeah. they seem they seem to be a little faster than them country zombies. They yeah. know the buildings better. They ain't lost in the woods. Mm-hmm. That's city life. Uh, Sabah so was laying there and shit, and uh, he was like, "Well, I think you broke my neck." And I was like, mm, "What do you do with a broken neck, dog? Yeah. <laughs> you got to put it down. You can't. It's it's almost inhumane to leave it out there in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. To be eaten by the zombies." So, uh, Rick was like, uh, well, uh, that's fucked up. And he was like, well, take me back. He was like, oh, oh, oh. hold <laughs> oh, up no. now. That, that was for five minutes ago. Right. Remember when I said stop uh, running? That, that was, that was take me back time. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, who was going to carry him? Yeah. I'm like, like, nah. I like, I'm going to take this vest. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and these boots. <laughs> And she was like, uh, Smokey on, fr- I mean, not Smokey, but, uh, the crackhead on Friday. Like, right. I, I want all the good stuff you got on you right now. And Bob was lying like shit. I was just actually going to go back. And I, it's like I was running back for both of us. <laughs> I was going to tell them it was cool and then smooth it all over for y'all, you know, do the work. And it was going to be all right. And it was like, Rick was like, nigga, I don't even believe you, bro. Um, yeah, he, he could have been telling too, but it don't matter. Yeah, we shouldn't have ran. Right. That's, that's no way to build a trusting relationship. You know, and I, and I've been saying for a while, Rick is towing the line. <laughs> I like that line. Rick, man. Rick has been itching to kill somebody since Terminus. It's been. <laughs> He's like, I am, I got no fucks to give and right. I tried to be the nice person and a nice person getting motherfuckers killed. Right. So then I guess my man Bob figured, Hey, let me just start, you know, trying to, since I can't save my life, let me talk a little shit. And he was like, you'll die. You'll all, and then Rick was like, bam, shut up. <laughs> right. And then right after he said that damn, uh, that shut up. It was so good. Yes, it was. He told, he shot a nigga, said shut up and walked back to the car and the motherfucking song came on. I said, damn. Mm. Oh, I was so ready. My body was ready. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, uh, you know, and I, you know what, man, like, I was, cause at first I was like, man, is this a line that Rick shouldn't have crossed? Like, did y'all, I don't know if y'all felt that way at all. Karen, did you, did you feel that way at all? Or did you feel like this killing was completely justified? I do agree. I, but, uh, because it's one of those things where Rick has only seen it from his perspective and now realizing that, yeah, to this dude, you are a complete goddamn stranger. They don't know anything about you mm-hmm. or your people or who you are or where you came from. You know, you could be the cannibals that they ran across. Like he does not know this. Right. What he a, didn't know anything about you? So the kill, but the the actual killing. How did it? Did it? Did, was it okay with you or like? It how was did, cruel. Okay. Oh, oh no, it was a stupid. You said killing. cool. You said cool or cruel? Cruel. Okay, it was I, cruel. I, okay. I thought what it was about a, you? Justin? I thought it was a stupid killing, but at the same time, I think he needed to get it out of his system. Right. Um. But I thought it was stupid because now, like that. Like, if you say I'm trying to go in peacefully and you kill one of their members, like, you don't know the backlash behind it. Mm. Uh, and you still don't know the people you're dealing with yet. That's true. True. And also, I think for, and I, this is just my hypothesis, I think for Rick, he was like, look, you fucked Sasha up, ran, would not stop. You get, in Rick's mind, you've given me, I have, I don't have reason to trust you now. Yeah, yeah I, the, I, first, I was okay, I was not okay with it. Cause I was just like, that's cold blooded. Rick probably should have brought him back, even with him being fucked up, right? That was my first thought. 
Yep. But then I thought about like, yo, he hit Sasha. Right. And that's probably where Rick mind and was. He didn't know what happened to Sasha. Like he knocked her head out and she was bleeding, laying on the ground and he ran. Right. Who knows what could have happened to Sasha. Um, and I guess I was right when I said I saw the crew in the background when her, Sasha and the dude went to the South side. <gasps> okay. So, so- because, so they must not have left yet, which is why they, were able to find him so quick because okay. remember i told you i was like somebody was back there and i kept waiting for them to walk up yeah they and then they walked did. to the yeah but then they walked to the south side like when the dude was back there it was rick and that was earlier in the thing then they cut to it where he said to go to the south side to shoot my old partner or whatever yeah mm-hmm. they had walked to the corner of the building but i'm assuming Every, they found them pretty quickly if they caught them on. Yeah, know. they were still in the same building, though. Right, yeah. and part. somebody probably went to go looking for her or something and found her. They was like, go get that nigga. So, um, um, but the um, other part of that, too, man, is by him killing that officer. Yeah. I At the time, I was like, yes, they bought, like, they, if, at the time, I was like, they bought to fuck Tyree's plan. They bought to just go in there, guns mm, blazing, mm. and kill everybody at the time. Right, me too. Just based yeah. off that scene, I was like, oh, they scrapping that other plan. I mean, when he go back, they got to kill the other officers, too. Yeah, and the thing was, like, does this really count? Does this count against Tyrese's plan? Because in a way, it does, right? Tyrese the one that convinced Sasha to be a soft-ass nigga about this shit. Right. So yep. it's almost like this kind of goes against your plan of, you know, you almost got, you could have got your sister killed. What a dude would have stayed and stomped her ass to death or some shit. Like you just don't know, you know? Um, so anyway, uh, I did think that Rick had crossed the line, but like I said, I forgave it cause I was like, dude, hit Sasha. Then he wouldn't stop running. Sasha is bae. You gotta run this nigga over. Um, so uh we get back we get more father gabriel scenes <laughs> he's outside walking like uh that pimp and i'm gonna get you sucker when that goldfish uh heel broke you know yeah y'all remember yeah, that, scene? That's about that limp Goldie. yeah he was ah I, like he was brother you stop at the goodwill it's <laughs> <laughs> looking like that yeah so, he was he got fish in his <laughs> shoes <laughs> they was dead too <laughs> <laughs> they was dead fish <laughs> That's my my movie. Everybody (laughs) need to watch that. I'm Um, gonna get you sucker. Yeah, I'm gonna get you sucker. You dirty mother. Hold on, brother. Um, (laughs) Oh, a (laughs) goal. He died from OG. (laughs) Hey, remember them little people in the hats? Yeah. When they went to the hat club and they had them guns? (laughs) That's my show. That's my movie, man. I memorized that shit. With the window or the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Remember what, hey, what about the little white kids that had like the Muslim daddy and the militant shit? Right, with a white mama. Yes. Abraham Weekend was Oasis Cracker. Um yeah, the whole white family. Yeah, it did. So uh yeah, uh, bean pie bean pie soda, my brother. Yeah, talking about we lost everybody in the struggle. They went out to protest and came back with jobs. Yeah, they walked in <laughs> with guns. Right. They walked out with jobs. Clarence Williams the third, y'all. Greatest actor of all time. Yes, he is. Um, so yeah, uh back Ooh, to you want the shit? <laughs> yeah. Clarence Williams, y'all need to check out I need I would buy an Amazon collection of the best of Clarence Williams III. <laughs> yes. I would sir. buy it. I would own the DVD set. Buy yes. that give me that for Christmas, y'all. Yes. Um so Father Gabriel um was walking around taking the tour. Because apparently he couldn't believe the world had gone to shits because he's only been outside of the church twice. Yeah, the three-hour tour. Right. <laughs> uh, so he was limping around and shit. Uh, and uh, 
you know he went through the woods and you can see like the marks on the um on the trees so he was actually following the path that gareth and all those people had set right so he followed that path back to the school um and when he got to the school of course the zombies that uh gareth and them were saying hey eventually those zombies will break out because the glass isn't gonna hold them forever they were all like still there right look at that father gabriel father gabriel walks up he picks up a magazine i think it was called beat breaker and there was a a black dude with tattoos on the cover i'm assuming it's a hip-hop magazine there was something esquire and then finally picks up a bible and uh, he picks up the bible and it says mary b heart with a heart like the heart symbol Mm -hmm. he opens it up to chronicles and uh a page was missing i noticed that torn out yes yeah i don't know what happened to that page but i feel like they were uh, like the name of this episode was coda which means the end or finale of a song okay like an opera or something mm-hmm. oh okay i don't know what that meant yeah to bring to a close so and i think it's metaphorical in a few ways but i think part of it was it was going back and wrapping up all the themes of this season okay and i think part of that was the savagery of gareth and the crew and the terminus crew i think father gabriel seeing that was huge like yeah and as we had to go back to because remember they set up that those walkers would break out of that school in episode like two or three mm-hmm. yep. of this season yes. yeah like the, the with the window sound cracking and all this shit so father gabriel lowers his bible and he sees some leftover barbecue <laughs> yeah he did you know and he's like damn these niggas eating feet now right a little, a little overcooked yeah, well, you, well, that wasn't, it wasn't overcooked. You could tell it was Bob's because it had diabetes. <laughs> so, you know, and it, they had maggots on it. Right. And I think for, uh, the preacher, it was one of those things where he had been so sheltered. They bought Bob back, but I don't think the reality of the savagery of what went on wasn't the reality until he seen that leg. He was like, they really did this. Like, oh my God. It's like, even though people was telling you it's fucked up out there, I don't think he believed it to that point. Seeing, seeing you come back with one leg will let me know it's fucked up out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you telling me it's fucked up out there, I believe I would believe it. Me uh, too. Because I heard the sounds through the church. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he was like, you know, he saw the foot and he like leaned all the way in like he couldn't. <laughs> like, is he hard of seeing? Like, is this nigga like... <laughs> need glasses or what man i no, just did not believe what he was seeing i know sermons in his churches took forever mm-hmm. <laughs> his faces be so good right <laughs> what about a sermon at his church and he preaching about hell and damnation and looking at you with disgust mm-hmm. make you feel like you the one <laughs> committing all the sins to everybody them. meanwhile it's just because he's short-sighted <laughs> can't read the words but he leaned all the way in to see the maggots in disgust. And then he like grabbed the grate that they were cooking the foot on and like threw it. It was like, ah, damn, damn, damn. And that's when the zombies came out. Cause it was like, what's all that noise? Yep. <laughs> I was like, I forgot he's stupid. Right. All right. And this is a complete he, idiot. Then he thought to himself, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, I can barely run faster than the zombies. So he started limping off all hard and shit. Yeah. Karen. Which is why his black ass shouldn't have went out there in the first place. Well, you know what I was thinking is we're kind of judging Father Gabriel unfairly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because he's been... Well, well, here's the thing. He's like... um, 
that kid that parents wouldn't let them go out so when they get to college they fuck everybody yeah i've seen like that. he's like he's never been out of the church okay he don't know how fucked up it is and i'm sure he was justifying it to himself when he was letting those people die outside his doors he's like oh it's probably not even that bad they okay. tripping yeah i mean i'm in here just eating another pudding uh i'm gonna be <laughs> right. okay not but. realizing the the damnation that was happening outside his doors because he was sheltered from it. yeah he's such a coward that now that is and i think he did the thing that a uh abraham's wife did which is i'm more scared of you than i am of the world and then you walk out into the world and you see how dangerous it is abraham's wife and kids got eight but in this case he you know he didn't get eaten but he was damn near close right get fucked up because because you're running outside abraham's wife tried to reason with the zombies yeah now look here mr zombie I just went through a hell of a lot with these other white men. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to take it from you, okay? You marched the other way and you eat someone else. You hear me, mister? She's just looking at those zombies. Sir! Sir! I, I think... <laughs> sir! That's what she said to it. My name is Judy or whatever. Sir, you're biting my arm, sir. Please stop, okay? This is gone way... Now you're eating my kids. Right. Okay, I now... Wow, this is out of control quickly. <laughs> I, I think she tapped it on the shoulder. Abraham! Abraham, you're going to be so upset when my husband gets here. Um, but yeah, so um, Father Gabriel was running like a white woman in a Jason movie. Oh, yeah, he uh, was. Because this nigga was like one step ahead of the zombies. And he, fa- he tripped and shit. Then he like led the zombies back to the fucking church like a fucking rookie. Yep. Right. Cause, um, cause, like you said, that's the only place he he don't know no other place. It's like the little kid. The only area you know is your cul-de-sac, and you right. ain't been outside of that. So if anything happened, you go back to the cul-de-sac. He really was like when you try to run away from home, your mom be like, "You can take everything that belongs to you." Right. <laughs> and then they like, "I'm gonna let you take the clothes on your back out of kindness." Right. <laughs> like that. That's really what he was like. He was like, "I didn't know it was so much outside, outside." <laughs> outside right. is bigger yeah. than I thought. I thought outside was like to the end of the driveway. I didn't realize it was a whole fucking lot bigger than that. Ain't no PlayStations outside. It sure ain't. Wow, this ain't, was a mistake. Ain't no roof outside. So I was hey, hoping he would die. I thought it was gonna baseball slide up under the church, and he he pumped fake me. He got had. He stuck his head hand up under the church. and was like, nope, not gonna make it. He's so scary. <laughs> he was like, oh no. Uh, here they come oh god oh god but he wish he had that cross out there now when he was trying to be funny asking uh, Daryl about you gonna take the cross too so he eventually (laughs) makes his way over to the church can't make it under the crawl space where he initially escaped um then he goes to the front door he picks up one of the poles but he doesn't use it to stab any zombies he's just waving it around hoping that the zombies like won't come when they see him because like zombies could possibly respond to threats like a zombie will walk into a fucking chainsaw if you just leave it going and he's sitting up there like get back no <laughs> fucking noise yeah <laughs> so he knocked on the door he's like michelle i'm in Sean. call i know i've seen i'm not jehovah's witness <laughs> I, have, I have to live with it please and, please let me in please i, I have crumb cake Right. And so Michelle, <laughs> Michelle kind of, I don't know if y'all know this, Michelle kind of gave Carl a look like, 
That nigga let's, might die. Let's, let's not leave. Let's not even open the door. Right. Look, why is he, why is Carl still trying to save everybody? Because that's who they have to be. He, right. Because he still want. He's then Carl's. A Carl is like we still have to have humanity. We can't be so detached that we don't. Basically, you get to the point where you at where Rick is. If you just detach yourself from any empathy and sympathy towards everybody in the world, you'll get to that point. But not unnecessary risk. I'm gonna help you. Like I can help you, but unnecessary help you? Nah, bro. You're on your own. Like, cause they looking around. Like, how did he get outside? Right. You know what? He went outside. He'll learn today. Good luck. Right. He was out there. Ali, Ali, oxen free. Let me in. I know you hear me. Right. Yeah, out there playing hide and go get it. Well, now you about to get it. <laughs> Up with right. the zombies. Unfreeze. <laughs> yeah, them zombies about to get you. Uh, so they went and Carl tried to open the door and he couldn't. And Michonne strapped that baby to her back and was like, I got you, Hus. Move out the way. And she used an axe to open up the like fortifications <laughs> they had put on the door. Mm-hmm. Then Carl opened up the door handle and Father Gabriel, Gabriel fell inside. And zombies was right on his ass, so all the all the oxen free. Mm-hmm. Carl, right. Carl shot like two or three zombies. Then he got back. Michonne with the baby on her back, beheaded like three or four zombies. <laughs> like a boss. Like, oh, look at my baby. Look at my baby getting it. She's mm. like, I'm not gonna let no white baby on my back stop me mm. in the zombie apocalypse. Killing them zombies with that dark chocolate skin, mm. flawless. Uh, she went right back to zombie killing mode. It was nothing. <laughs> it was nothing, man. She could have been, uh, she could have been like rocking Judith in one hand to sleep while killing the zombies. That's how, right. that's how smooth she was pulling it off. Mm-hmm. I so, wanted to hear that, um, your sword ratchetness, um, <laughs> when she pulled out her sword. That's the first thing popped in my ching, head. Ching. <laughs> so she, like, all the zombies should have been bobbing and weaving. So she gave that, those zombies some cut up and that's when, <laughs> Father Gabe was like, come on to the back room. I actually made a little path. That's how I got in the first place. And they didn't really have time to be mad. So they ran back there and they gave, uh, she gave Judith the call and said, Carl, you go out first. And they put a, uh, a chair in front of the door to wedge in there. And it really wasn't able to wedge it. Nope. Uh, so Father Gabriel was like, y'all go first and I'm going to be right behind you. I thought he was going to die. I won't leave without, you know, letting y'all go first. So Michonne went, you know, second and started going. And Father Gabe only waited about point oh three seconds. He was right behind her. <laughs> dropping that chair and going in there. And by the grace of God, God, a zombie, <laughs> Won't he do it? a zombie fell onto a machete and saved his life. Why was he standing there watching it? He really was like, I wonder what's going to happen. He is such a fucking idiot, man. Oh, I hate him. I can't wait for him to die. He's going to get everybody killed fucking with him. Right. So, um, he, uh, you know. <laughs> dusty ass suit. So he, like, skates, skates yeah. out the back and, yeah, his dusty suit. He skates out the back, crawl through the ground, and he lives. Um, and what I noticed is when they cut back to the zombies, I don't know if y'all noticed this. Did y'all see that? The wording on the, uh, the like ceiling the wall type thing over the zombies yeah but i could it said uh he who eats of my flesh and drinks of my blood will have everlasting life mm. how dope was that with the big ass zombies because the zombies live forever and they eat the yep. flesh and the blood i don't know i thought that shit was cool as shit man that's neat no also i, I didn't catch that one yeah 
uh also enjoyed the irony of father gabriel begging to be let into the same church that every one of his congregation and all those people had begged to be let in right as he had left them outside to die and how ultimately michonne and carl and the crew that he had judged was way more forgiving and way more human than he was wait mm-hmm. like they actually were like let's open the door we can't let this dude die he would have set his ass in there and let those people die on his front steps correct that's the kind of person he is yep i would have left him left his ass outside too yeah it was just so ironic i thought he was gonna really scratch into the wall like you motherfuckers can go to, <laughs> can go to hell too you nigger nigger niggers nigger 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 and you white boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, led the songs right back to church. Like a dummy. Um, uh, just Chaydu, C H I E D U says, I don't think I hate anyone on this show more than I hate Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, oh, it yeah. made me so mad. Like now they got it. They outside in the cold again. Right. No more oodles and noodles that they was getting in the church. Now they got to start eating squirrel again. Right. Cause he mm. basically, because of his stupidity, his ignorance and him just, wanting to see how big the world is fucked up the the safest place at that point that they had been in mm-hmm. sleeping on the ground again he'd had to stay outside man I'm right because see that's what rick and them had been through like they've been through sleeping on the ground you know from spot to spot floating around yeah they had what two days of that inside yeah. the church chilling nah well, he'd had to stay outside well what's crazy is um he like he could have like tried so many things like why didn't he try to save the zombies like maybe jesus could have saved the zombies <laughs> said a prayer yeah got some holy water they could have had them zombies in the church like i don't like brains no more <laughs> i am delivered, <laughs> delivered. <laughs> i don't need brains no more <laughs> i will not eat a kid <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't try i will not use barbecue sauce (laughs) (laughs) um so uh but with someone in the chat skyjammer just said father gabriel's fat smarter than we think because what happened to all the bodies at the church we don't know that there were bodies at the church we just know he didn't let niggas in right they were obviously very alive at some point in time to to put that shit in the doors they didn't die they don't necessarily die there they yeah. could have just been like, man, fuck you then, Gabriel, and ran off. All right. Or either got attacked and turned his turn to a zombie and walked away. Yeah, we don't know that he, you know, actually was, you know, cleaning up and doing. Yeah. Now, what he did do is go out there and pick up all yeah. the matches. Right. That was <laughs> around now, the he church. Because he knew they was try- They was getting ready to set the church on fire. He did wash the gasoline off the corner of the church. <laughs> yeah. Now, that, now he was pulling off every Sunday. Um, But, uh, yeah, so... um. You know, we did get some Michonne, uh, so that was good. Um, mm, looking at all her cakes, her thickness. Mm-hmm. I objectify you, boo. Uh, yep. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what else happened? What else? Oh, so Rick comes back to where they were holed up with the hostages, and uh, he walks in by himself, and everybody starts putting it together, Daryl, uh, Sasha, and eventually Tyrese. <laughs> oh damn and not for one second did they think that a cop got away either nah they was like oh so you killed him right everybody went, everybody <laughs> knew what happened and uh so daryl came over and was like what happened and he's like hey man motherfucker ran 
uh you know he didn't want to cooperate so i had to kill him so i guess it's back to my plan we're gonna roll up in there guns are blazing you know kill a couple of niggas and slide through the day mm-hmm. and uh daryl was like mm, maybe not maybe we could still use the plan and he said well shit if lamson was the one who was saying he was a good guy and he was gonna make the plan work how can we trust these two to which i'm thinking you couldn't trust Lamson. So <laughs> yeah. maybe these two are worth trusting because that nigga was lying like shit. He couldn't wait to knock Sasha out. Yep, those Correct. two just been chilling and following the rules. Right. And what? Big ass hurt looking dude. And what is more trustworthy when it comes to saving their own skin than a motherfucking cop? Of course the cop's gonna lie. The cop, man, he didn't even have to say shit. He walked over and was like, let's see if they'll play ball. He couldn't even get five steps close. And they, they was like, "Oh, mm, they this it's sad. It's sad what had happened to Lamson. He had got killed by the riders. <laughs> right? That's exactly what they said. It is cold, so crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy out here. It's a dangerous world. Who? Wow. In fact, I seen it. I seen it. I was there. I seen the whole shit. Who, who knew Zombie Apocalypse? They was still out here eating police. Mm-hmm. Who knew? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Darren Wilson didn't do it. All right, he's innocent. It was the motherfucking zombies. Them zombies killed Michael Brown. That's what the problem was. <laughs> yeah. like, they really was fighting on that lot. And like, and they didn't even need to consult each other. Mm-mm. I saw it. It's a shame. And <laughs> I seen it too. Right. And Daryl tried to threaten her like, look, y'all better not be fucking around. She was like, oh, why would I be fucking around? I'm trying to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't used to this savagery. Yeah. <laughs> like, I live in a hospital. It's, I don't even come outside. Y'all Ooh. killing niggas and shit? I didn't know it was going to be like this. Right. <laughs> this was my first and last assignment right. outside. Right. I'm trying to go back to the <laughs> she, hospital. I want desk duty from now on. <laughs> yeah. She don't even like Lamson anyway. You mm-hmm. know, because she did say Lamson was a problem for um, Dawn. Mm-hmm. So it was like, since she don't like his ass, no way. Might as well just, uh, she'll probably be thrilled that he's dead. So then they went over to the other dude, Herc from the wire, and he was like, um, look, Don is not gonna buy that, this trade if she knows one of her officers died and y'all killed him. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a a damn shame that he got ate by them riders. It's hard to trust Ah, anything he say too. He too big. Like, yeah. it's hard for me to trust a big muscle-bound dude. Like I, yeah, where you get your creatine during the zombie apocalypse, man? <laughs> This nigga on a regimen and shit. He's like, I'm on, I'm on cycling right now. But, yeah, how uh, is he not losing weight? Like, he eating too good. I don't know that I can trust him. Yeah, six weeks on, two weeks off. That's what I say. Got to get my protein. Um. So, yeah, the uh, the cops was dirty as fuck. And, um, you know, you can always depend on that in the zombie apocalypse, so. That's, that's it's good to know some things never change um and so that was basically the plan was hey we know the good cops because that was the other thing they said we know the good cops so they figured out hey we know which cops that if they send them you actually can negotiate with mm-hmm. um so that was uh another plus to keeping them alive and doing the plan uh so um they kept them alive and my question is what do y'all think happens to them if they're like, fuck y'all, we're not helping y'all. I was to who, the cops? Yeah. Oh, they kill everybody. You think they kill the cops? Karen, what do you think? I don't think they kill the cops. I don't think so either. I don't think Tyrese will let them kill the cops. Mm-mm. Let? Yeah, I think he'll, like, Tyrese is Dale, like, right, to me. Like, right. he's not, he is a principled man. 
now i'm not saying i agree with his principles obviously i fucking don't but it's principles not cowardice so he would stand up to rick and be like y'all not killing these dude these people so right. let me so let me ask let you this. go first which is almost worse for, in my opinion like i almost would prefer a coward who's just like doesn't say shit then the dude is like no fuck your plan this is wrong you know but let me ask you this because I, I haven't read the comic book yeah. but you all have is tyrese the new rick when rick first joined the group because you remember when rick first joined the group he had the same type principles and it yes. was shane he yeah. was battling with i i think so i just think tyrese's own man i think his experience has been informed from different places from the whole like getting into the governor's camp and how they kind of you know fit in there by just acting right right work, going to the prison they fit in there and not to mention man don't forget rick was cold as fuck to tyrese and them the first time they met when they first right. met so they i don't think they they've ever really had the friendship that they could have had because he basically sent them into the cold from the prison not mm-hmm. not, not that ass whooping he gave them not even that but remember <laughs> when rick was fucking talking to his wife that didn't exist right Wild and, and like pointed his gun at tyrese and kicked them out of prison like correct even before we got in a fist fight like i feel like that's what leads to a fist fight is shit like that i'm never gonna forget it so that's how i looked at it was like tyrese can he will stand up to rick he's not he's not scared of rick um in in that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think he's he's but I think he believes in the principle of letting people live so much that it's to a fault. And Correct. That is very much like when Rick was, you know, originally getting used to everything. So does he become the new Rick and Rick eventually dies soon? Uh, I don't think so. I think Rick will be alive for a long time. I do too. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. So Beth, we got to Beth. Um, and, uh, she is apparently now Don's ward in, um, Noah's stead since Noah's left is Beth as Don's slave and mm-hmm. she's cleaning up Don's uh shit as Don is uh um you know doing an exercise bike and Don's like man I wonder what Lamson and uh the other officer are and Beth's like mm. <laughs> oh Beth no <laughs> <laughs> uh so um Beth is cleaning up a picture, and it's a picture of Don and ex-chief of the force, Hanson. Mm-hmm. And she sits the picture on the desk, and Don says, no, don't put it there. Put it at the top of my um, little, like, file cabinet. File cabinet has three badges on it, and then that picture, I'm assuming that means the badges are all of dead police officers. Mm-hmm. And that picture is, of obviously, the dead Hanson. Yep. So Beth was like, you know, asking some pretty good questions to get in Don's good graces, in my opinion, at first. Um, and then she basically was like, you know, what is this Captain Hansen? And she's like, Don realizes she knows something, which, you know, is a big character trait of Don. Don is really good at reading people through the details. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very cop-like, in my opinion. Maybe it's TV cop, whatever. But it's very like, okay, you said this. This means you know that. So therefore... I, I, like, you've given me information without really meaning to. Correct. Yeah. And she's so good at reading Beth. So she was like, so you. Beth a kid. Yeah, yeah, partially, but she, I think she does it with every character. Like, I do too. But yeah, Beth is the worst because she's a kid. Right, I agree. 
um so she says basically like um who you been talking to who told you about hansen and uh best like look uh i just want to uh you know i, I just want to clean up um <laughs> she's like you call him chris hansen um <laughs> was like no more check these cars please yeah, yeah no more please <laughs> uh my group will be here soon yeah, don't don't cut me up no more um <laughs> so so basically she's like um well hansen was he was the chief i was he was like my mentor he was in charge uh i used to you know work under him she was like now what happened to him um and she was like you know, uh, he got to a point where he was in charge, but he didn't value the lives of the people on the force. And he started sending them out for reasons that just weren't very good as far as the cops were concerned. So, oh, probably they would probably went out and dying. Yeah. And apparently nobody had the courage to put him down. But Dawn, you know, now she didn't say, well, then I killed him. No. But she said they risk their lives every time they go out there. He lost sight of that. So he lost them, talking about Captain Hansen. Now I'm assuming that means he was like, "I want some M and M's, green only, green M and M's only. I want a full bowl. All the squad, go out and get me some." <laughs> you know what I was thinking? You know what I ain't had in a long time? Me nuggets. <laughs> I want y'all to break into a McDonald's, turn on the fryer, yeah. and cook me up a six piece. No. A four piece. I'm watching my way. <laughs> I just want foaming nuggets. And y'all come on back. <laughs> he really was out there tripping with that power. Man. He must have right. been, man, like, for them to kill him. Like, just not just, you know what? We're not listening to you no more, but we got to kill you. Mm. Right. You have jumped the ship. Right. The ship. Um, so, um, she, so, uh, that was in that scene. Um, and, uh, that so then there was a um uh cut back to the church and the riders are all inside the walkers are all inside the church because um they managed to um uh lock the riders in the church uh but the lock wasn't really holding they tried to like use a nail to to like board up the door and shit but it wasn't really working um the belt they put on that the handles are starting to slip. So it's looking like the the walkers are gonna get out and Carl was basically like, Where can we go now? Right. Um because they had earlier said that they were done running and that's why they locked up the, the walkers inside, but shit wasn't working out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And plus they if they'd have left, they would have just been further removed from the group when it right. was time for them to come back. Nobody would know where they were. And you can't just yeah, you can't just hit them up with text. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I wonder why they don't no, ever stabbed the walkers through the cracks in the door yeah i don't know i don't know um so um so 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 the walkers are pushing the door and the plank falls off which means it's about to open up and that's when abe rolls up in the fire truck and wedges it between the door or wedges up against the door so the walkers can't come out good mm-hmm. oh and i think one reason maybe why they don't do that just because you missed the chance of getting bit yeah, I also like that body weight could fall against the door if you do it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but I plus it was so many of them. Like, right? Well, you gonna get like a couple before eventually, you know, they will all bust out anyway. Yeah, and I was mad at him for fucking up the um, porch 
or the steps to get right. to the church. I was like, now nah, they can't go back inside. Mm-hmm. Not that I ever thought they were going back in, but yeah, they. But I was happy he saved the day, really, because they was about to have to kill like thirty walkers by themselves. Correct. And you know, Gabriel wasn't gonna be worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna be Carl and Michonne and, Ju- and Judith. Carl got like ten kills. Michonne got twenty, and and Pastor got one. Pastor Zero. got a half. Yeah, he tied with Judith. <laughs> and zero. <laughs> yeah. So um, so they come back. Uh, you see in the front cab is Maggie, uh, Glenn, and Abe, and in the back seat is a still passed out Eugene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's alive, but he's got to go through the post concussion syndrome uh, protocols because he can't get back on the field yet. You know, and I I was wondering too, with um with Maggie and Glenn in the front seat. Um, why Rosita wasn't in the front seat? Like, is she still mad? Cause he, he, he almost put them hands on her? Um, probably. Possibility. Mm. I would be. That's a good point. Cause, um, that, like, that's a sign of tension to me. Cause mm. I'm riding in the front of my woman. Like, <laughs> y'all get y'all asses in the back. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And, uh, the other thing too, that was, uh, like, because Eugene was passed out, you know, he really didn't have to face the wrath. Uh, Michonne, when they told Michonne that Eugene was full of shit, because her face looked like, where is this nigga? Right. <laughs> I will fuck him up. I want to put my sword through him. Right. Had the group separate on that bullshit. Yeah, and everybody was like, congratulations and all this stuff. You still alive. And they was like, where's everybody else at? And Michonne suddenly realized, hey, nobody told Maggie, your sister's alive. Beth is alive. She's at Grady Memorial uh, in Atlanta. We need to roll over there and go see him. And Maggie finally acted like she cared. <laughs> Fake tears. She's like, she's alive. Oh, yay. <laughs> she going to be so mad at me. And then she hugged Glenn and uh, everybody was like, so we rolling out. And she was like, oh, we you know we can like do some errands first. I mean, what's the rush? <laughs> we didn't wait this long. Yeah, I want to drive up to D.C. real quick. I mean, it's right around Thanksgiving. Can we fix dinner first? Can right. We- what are they getting gas for the um fire truck? By the way? <laughs> that shit probably take diesel, right? She's right. Yep, it does. Yeah. What are they getting all this gas anyway? He's riding around at the whim of Abraham. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were like, "All right, cool. Let's drive to Atlanta." Um. Um, and uh, we cut back to the hospital, and there's a cop named O'Donnell, who's talking to I think his name's Percy, the old white man. Um, that look like Santa Claus that helped on the plan with uh Beth to get the medicine last week. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Percy, why didn't you sew that hole up in my uniform? And Percy was like, Oh man, I forgot I was eating these delicious strawberries and helping Beth right. with a plan. Right. He was like, I don't care, old man. You shut it. He said, Shut up when I'm talking to you. And uh so he was uh Percy was like, Man, it won't happen again. He said, damn right, won't happen again. He pushed him down. Hmm, big bully. And then Beth was looking, and he was like, you want some, too? Right. Hmm, check your face. Right. Who else want to fuck with Hollywood cult? Right. <laughs> so she was like, uh, she, she was, was like, no. She said, hmm, me? No. Mm-mm, I want none. And that's when Dawn came by. I noticed Dawn didn't say shit about him pushing that old man down. Right. She <laughs> off. She Cuban beat she, the hell out of that. And she saved Beth because she was just like, Beth is busy. She can't do it. Come with me, Beth, right now. Yeah, and she then, was like, that fuck is crazy. And then, uh, and then O'Donnell gave Beth this look. 
Oh, the creepiest ass mm-hmm. look. He gave her the same rapey look to other people. Right. Oh, right. Like you, cause you could just see it in his eyes. Like, cause I think he asked, he's like, are you good with needle and thread? <laughs> I was like, oh, hell. Fly, flame, fling. Flip, flar, flip. Um, I was like, oh, this nigga is rapey as shit, too. Um, like, I don't know where they find that creepy looking dude from. Because he is, he <laughs> was creepy looking. He's like, he plays a stalker in alarm commercials, you know? <laughs> right. Steph gotta learn to start, start wearing them baggy clothes. Start wearing them fitting, uh, uniforms. Get you something yeah. baggy. It's like that. You remember that one terrible commercial? about alarm systems where the woman goes on a full on a date with a dude and they're coming back to her house and it's like an official like end of the date and she's like he's like all right well you have a good one and stuff she's like all right well you know i enjoy yes. my time and she walks in arms the alarm and then the same nigga that went on the date busts through the front door like bitch i want some pussy right now god damn it <laughs> yep. and then the alarm is like we see your ass you thirsty dick nigga get the fuck out and he's like oh not an alarm my only weakness and he runs out mm-hmm. <laughs> i got blue balls and dry dick right like he really spent two hundred dollars on a date and then decided it was right right time. he was like two hundred dollars <laughs> bitch i'm getting pussy it didn't even make sense the whole thing doesn't even make fucking sense right <laughs> so um, my only weakness the loud voice through the intercom system <laughs> right uh, uh well he looked kind of creepy like that dude that's how o'donnell looked to me like he should be playing that role of the dude that breaks in the house like i want some pussy now so um he was like uh you know giving her the look and then it went to commercial and i was like uh oh o'donnell's a problem how many right it's like what do they do hire the excess lapd like <laughs> what the fuck is the hiring questionnaire at this at this hospital do you like the rape yes yeah how do you feel about rape uh, i can take it or leave it no i'm just kidding i'm pro-rape giggity everything is following giggity no wonder they had to lock the medicine cabinet up right <laughs> roofies mm-hmm. um so uh, i sweating woo, woo. <laughs> uh so um michonne um i mean not michonne so beth um was you know came with uh don and, and got out of that situation um and um <laughs> someone said percy didn't make oh mud man 2k says percy didn't make alterations on the suit that's what mrs claus's job was before the outbreak <laughs> <laughs> so uh beth was yep they made it all the way to enough for y'all so we came back and beth was uh she had stole the elevator key and was just sitting there with her legs swinging out the shaft looking down do y'all think she was thinking about killing herself Mm-mm. Nah. okay i, I think don't. she was thinking about jumping and escaping mm. right mm. she's like no got free trying to come up with another another plan, plan. Mm-hmm. so beth sitting there just legs dangling just looking out of the window <laughs> uh watching the zombies grow and don came over like a fucking pimp and start trying to tell Beth how she ain't shit and she owes her for everything. Cause Beth was like, you know, you keep doing whatever it takes and eventually you realize that, you know, you don't have to do all this shit. Like you're just a bad person. And Don's like, bitch, I saved you, bitch. If it wasn't for this hospital, what would you be without me, bitch? All right. Now get out here and get on this corner and get my motherfucking money. Um, that's how I felt like she was talking to her. It was very. That's how it sounded. It was very pimpish. Like, <laughs> you know, like all the shit I do for you, I let you fuck these men, and I keep your money for you. Aren't you think you don't want to thank me? 
do and she was like well speaking of uh what you had to do you old judgmental motherfucker uh i know you killed that other officer mcrapington right and she was like oh i i didn't kill uh officer right and she was like don't even fix your life to lie i seen the brat the broken candy jar and i was like why would that be a clue like couldn't he have just fell and broke the candy jar like what she's like but i cleaned it up i did csi i saw your fingerprints mm-hmm. she's like i locked my door i cleaned it up i made it seem like uh i forget the lady's name but uh the rape victim woman had you know just killed him as a zombie and, and she did though yeah and beth, and beth was right that that's kind of what happened you know when she was like you know i made it seem like that's what happened and uh and i was like i can't believe beth is surprised don put this together the plan was terrible yeah it was. <laughs> like she really walked by don and was like oh go to your office uh, there might be some dead zombie stuff in there i don't know i don't know i don't know bye like she, she was, didn't think she was coming back. i think that was a last minute right decision yeah well she looked at her with them big ass eyes like yes yeah, she oh, oh it's done like she might as well have told on herself i killed him <laughs> he's talking to a police officer come on dog so right about then you hear the double doors closed and it was right before don could convince beth to turn tricks and o'donnell's right by the door right because she no because before he came in she basically said that she had killed that dude Mm -hmm. and that she had covered it up for beth and so no they know that don said that she killed the main dude remember remember the uh the dude uh because she's in charge because she killed the dude that was on the picture she admitted to killing him didn't she well no 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 she knew that everybody knows she killed him okay yeah like she's in charge because she killed that dude okay Okay. no the thing that she admitted that she was in trouble for was covering up the murder of one of the officers okay because everybody knows she didn't like that nigga he wanted to take over the throne and it was very convenient for her anyway but more importantly where's the sense of justice beth should be like punished somehow right okay i'm with you now so donald's like you know sitting there and they turn around and like oh so you was listening the whole time he's like look um and bet and i love that don just turned around and was like what you gonna do like what, what you trying you gonna talk you gonna what you gonna what, what we doing here and he was like look um i heard what you said i heard everything um you need to uh you know uh she needs you know get in trouble and he, she was like she's my ward i'm responsible for her. and uh uh o'donnell was like yeah well i'm gonna tell everybody because they need to know what kind of person they working for and you know obviously it's a tenuous line she's barely holding on control right so that's just enough to swing the tide to out of her favor so don was like nah don't do that you don't get to threaten me and he was like it's not a threat it's just people need to know it's a promise and so she pulled out her gun and was like, mm-mm, bitch, turn around. Right. You trying to threaten me? Right. What you think this is? And, uh. I ain't about them games. When she first pulled out the gun, it was kind of like, like, okay, I guess she has to do this. Maybe they can still talk it out. But they cut to him saying something. I forget what he said. Okay. They cut back to her face. God damn, she crazy. She oh. can act. She's a lunatic. She had the crazy eyes for real when she was like, I put down Hanson and I, cause none of you had the strength to do it, but I did it. And I was like, this bitch crazy. He said, I'm just going to yell. That's what he said. Yeah. When she pulled out the she, gun. She, he was like, I'll just say you came at me. 
he was like when they cut back their face it looked so crazy and she was like i killed hansen uh y'all call him hansen i call him handsome uh, <laughs> and i do it again and right. um she's like because you know at the end of the day i make all the tough decisions now get your ass over there and she was walking him back and he started trying to break up old shit like well by that time we used to drink beer out of the parking lot because i had my kid remember when you met my wife what about the time we had went to the game? Please, please believe me. I suck your dick. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, that shit matters. Yeah, she said, Beth, move out the way. Beth moved. <laughs> first time Beth listened on the first prompt the whole entire show. She's, right. such, she's such a survivor. <laughs> she was like, and I'm over here now. I didn't see anything. Bye, guys. Um, So uh Hanson was like, you know, um, uh, you know, basically trying to be like, you know, you don't have to do this. You, you know, you, you're, you're not, um, uh, you know, you, you're not the one who, uh, should be in charge. All this shit until she finally dropped her guard a little bit and he knocked her gun out down the elevator shaft mm-hmm. and then they did cop foo. Yeah, they did. It was good too. Who did, yeah. like, whoever directed this action, mm, magnifique. They did feet. a good job. Alexander yeah don is a uh, don was a beast man right because they're both trained cops so of course this wasn't gonna be an easy fight for either person because they both are physically fit but rick is a cop and they don't be doing kung fu karen they was doing no. kung fu they was like countering each other's blows slamming each other to the wall like that shit was good man and i had called it earlier too i said like i tweeted out as soon as o'donnell closed the door i said o'donnell's favorite movie shaft all right <laughs> so they fought they fought and they fought uh and then they were beating point, the hell out of each other at one point he lifted her off the ground with his arms and was choking her was like you think you're better than everybody you think you're better than me and then uh beth walked over and was like get off of her and he pushed her down and said stay in your lane bitch yeah he did um and then that's when o'donnell um dropped his guard and don throat punched that nigga and he was like <gasps> And then she kicked that nigga. Yeah, she did. And he was almost out the door. She said, Beth! <laughs> and I was like, oh, now you wanted to kill some cops, huh? You judgmental motherfucker. You was talking about, well, you're killing all the cops around here, and I'm covering it up for you. And you whoop did it do. Now that it's convenient, Beth gets to kill two cops. Hmm? You wanted to double her cop killing uh, quota. Okay, for mm-hmm. you. For you, it's okay. So Beth pushed that nigga out. She yes, was, she did. Kamehameha. Right. She said, like, I'm not going to be your next rape victim. Yeah. He was like, mm, but I was going to rape you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to rape you slow. <laughs> uh, so Don killed the cop to get her job. Beth killed two cops. Feel like Beth should get a raise. Oh, yeah. She deserved it. They was know? equal at that point. They should have been equals. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a double cop killer. At least a half, one and a half. We both one and a half. Right, two times. Like eyes is free now. Like if mm-hmm. anything, she owe her. Like yeah. Don, you owe me now. And I was like, it looks like O'Donnell got shafted. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, of course, shit goes down with some million dollars in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Beth and Don, uh, when we come back, we're chilling in the room. Beth tried to give us some alcohol. Uh, I mean, Don tried to get Beth some alcohol, and Beth turned away. And I said, oh, remember last year we was being fast, and you wanted all that alcohol? Hmm? You wanted them snaps? 
Right. She was like, nope, definitely. Dale gave you some moonshine. And she was like, nah, I don't want your alcohol. You're going to try be like, oh, take a sip. Oh, guess what? That's 750. You know, you want those. (laughs) Right. But then Beth was like, I mean, Don was like, no strings attached. Just, it's some alcohol, bro. You get the bill and you find out you can't afford it. Right. 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 And now I want a tip. For my, she was like, it's for my personal stash. Uh, no rake policy. You can have some. And they were in, uh, Carol's room. Carol was trying to recover. And so, um, Don was, uh, like, you know, they like, look, I used to be like you. You rebellious. Uh, cause, cause Beth told her like, yo, I know you didn't cover that shit up to save me. You did it for yourself. Right. Lamson, O'Donnell and McRapey were all problems for you. Mm-hmm. And it helped you out that they're gone. And Don was like, look, I know you don't realize it, but what we have is actually good here. Like it's much better than being out there. And she was like, you know, wait till Noah comes back. She said, Noah's not going to come back. Right. I, I, I said, I said, I said, that nigga free. No, he ain't come back. All right. And she said, they always come back. And I thought, man, that's actually a good point. That's what I was trying to tell Justin. How many Father Gabriels have been in that hospital? Okay. And they, because they picked the weakest on purpose. Correct. They, they Somebody's a, not going to survive. Yeah, they pick a bunch of people who can't make it outside of those doors, so they had to come back to the slavery. You for know, pro- if nothing else, for protection. Right. It's like you trade protection for whatever they bring for you, and then you have to give up the and deal with the punishment that the police put you through and the abuse that the bullies put you through. Um. So, um, you know, they were kind of at a philosophical standoff uh, because. Beth was like, I'm going to still get out of here. Mm-hmm. And Carol. her Negro hymns. Mm-hmm. I just knew she was about to get hit again when she said that. Yeah, she was like, I'm still going to skate. Ezekiel saw the real way in the middle of the air. And um, then um, Carol will started waking up in the background. So we knew Carol might be okay. Mm-hmm. They cut to the next scene. Tyrese and Sasha on the roof with guns. And Tyrese was making Sasha soft again, like it's not your fault. She was like, it was my fault. Then it got dropped on me because I was being nice. And uh, Sasha has a silence on her scope, on her gun now. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. And Tyrese was like, well, remember when we was kids and used to do everything I used to do? Mm-hmm. You know, we used to go down to the, to creek. the, to the creek and... Water we'll get into the water and bringing up old shit just glistening all, all over, over your, your body, body. Mm-hmm. and uh she was like we ain't gonna talk about that right and sasha was like stop bringing up old shit and he was like well i feel like everything that's happened maybe it's because we didn't change we never changed you know and that's good and she said you haven't changed and that is good but she's like i have changed yep i'm not the same yeah um and Kimba Fuzz said, Tyrese, the fact that you think you can still be the same two plus years into the zombie apocalypse makes you an idiot. I agree with her. <laughs> How is he still alive? Yeah. So on the parking lot roof is Rick. And I noticed there was a plastic bag they had tied to, um, that was tied to like the antenna of a car. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that bag was there so that they could gauge wind resistance for sniper shots possibility because i know they do that you know in the military sometimes but uh anyway so rick is going to meet with the cops the cops come out um and 
I, what what drew the cops to rick's location do, do we know what how, i, I what assumed he used one of their walkies or something okay all right but i don't know you know what because it would have went to don and don would have known what was going on yeah but, i just don't know how they got out there did they shoot a bullet in the air or something i don't know so Cause uh, i don't think they showed that they because like i said it was on they was like well they want to have a meeting so i figured out that they probably did contact don and don sent them out there uh, only thing i could think of is that they because they know the routes that the cops supposed to be on he probably went to one of the routes yeah maybe you got maybe somebody else knows but because i don't think they ever showed how they how they knew where he was yeah i don't see anybody in chat bringing it up so mm-hmm. i don't know um so uh the cops come out rick knows their names they must be two of the good ones i guess and i assume so because i had a conversation with right because rick was oh go ahead Karen. and him, and rick may have requested them maybe yeah maybe that's why he knew his name mm-hmm. their names. um yeah you're right they must have used the walkie-talkies to contact them because mm-hmm. that would also explain why beth and carol were ready to go for the exchange but that was later there. after he was like well, see, they didn't remember when he was. Oh talking no, you're with right. He told them the the top phoning into that lieutenant. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't know why how those cops got there. That's why I said he had uh, to know their route to know where they was gonna be at. Something from talking with the cops he had captive. Yeah. Oh, so, that's possible because you know he had two of the officers, so they felt like they go around this time. This is right. the time they be here. Right. So he puts his gun on the ground, starts negotiating. And he's basically like, look, we got two of y'all peoples. So uh, what y'all trying to do? And they was like, what you mean what we trying to do? He's like, look, uh, I got, we got your folk. Uh, y'all trying to, um, come up off, uh, this shit or not? Like, I was noticed they weren't really answering any questions either. You got two of our people. And they was like, what about Lamson? He was like, the riders at, the riders got to him. And, um, we still got the other two. And, uh, what you trying to do? And they was like, you know, uh, where are your people at? and a zombie was in the background and he got shot in the head and died and he said they're close right and once uh, that zombie got hit i would have got my ass back in the car and negotiated through the uh, <laughs> through mm, the car put on my helmet yeah like no more <laughs> of me standing out there holding my gun while we negotiating right your brother was sweating too like oh shit yeah. i love and i like their faces because their faces look like they were the good cops honestly Cause they they had these faces like, well, I mean, this is reasonable, and if we got they people, and you know, they don't want to kill us. I mean, they could have killed us the whole time, and they didn't. Right. So maybe they are on the up and up. <laughs> um, just keep luring out cops two by two, and just killing everybody till you get the whole hospital. <laughs> right. Um. So that was uh that was that scene, uh, and it was getting close to the end. And that's when they cut to the Talking Dead. It's like coming up on the Talking Dead. We got uh Greg Nigga Talk. Oh no, it was uh Robert Kirkman, mm-hmm. Key Keegan Michael Key, mm-hmm. and surprise cast member. And I said they still haven't said what it is. Someone gonna die. Somebody gonna die. <laughs> it's gotta be. That's they don't want to tell us because it's a spoiler. Right. So I was like, fuck. Who's gonna die in the next ten minutes? So they come back. Beth's out of her scrubs. She's got uh Carol in a wheelchair. Um and there's about to be a hostage exchange going down. All the mm-hmm. cops are in the hallway. Some of the patients are out of their rooms and looking at the exchange in the hallway. 
and um rick and those guys are walking um you know walking the cops upstairs for the exchange they exchange one at a time you know sitting over the cops sitting over uh you know beth uh sitting over carol um you know so that was cool um and i was like man this is going too smooth going real smooth and remember what i said um last week when i was like the flaw in tyrese's plan is dawn yeah dawn can't take an l she's too insecure i don't even think she believed the other cops when they said lamson died she didn't but the look on her face was like y'all lying but it helped her so she was okay with it like she don't want lamson to come back either like cool he dead good um so she was like you know and uh rick said glad we could work this out and started getting her head back and she was like uh me too uh except one more thing noah and noah said me (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and uh he was looking like jar jar binks man um and so she was like yeah uh noah um he my slave y'all taking my ward with by taking beth y'all gotta give me noah back and rick said the boy wants to go visit his mother in virginia she was like he belongs to me and Noah was like, man, I got this. And he, he was walking. Rick said, no, you don't got to do that. And in the background, Beth was like, you don't have to. And he said, no, I got to do this. He took out his, he took his gun off, handed it to Rick and started walking over towards Carol. I mean, towards Don. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carol was still in her wheelchair, like to me, my ex-men. And, <laughs> um, I was, was like, why is he going back? Right. Like, right now you got a crew. Right, and Beth Tubman was like, I fought so hard, I took cuts to my face. Right. By the way, I was really shocked nobody looked at Beth's face and said, ugh, what happened to you? (laughs) Damn. They they were just happy to see her. Yeah, they were just happy she was alive, but somebody would have been like, damn, girl, what happened to you? Shit. (laughs) The fuck you do? And you know, I think too uh Noah may have did it because he was like i don't want to shoot out in this hallway i'll i'll go back just with the fact that if i don't it's gonna get real ugly i think don was right they always come back right you know and i think that's pissed beth off because she was like bitch he come he not coming back well by choice beth went to go hug noah right goodbye, and don couldn't help it she was like see they always come back Mm-hmm. I think she'd have been okay, but her saying that made Beth angry. And Beth had her a new boo. Mm-hmm. Like she was gonna make Noah her boo thing. Right. Everybody else was gonna be coupled up. She was like, now nah, I finally got me somebody. And so Beth was like, um, you know what your problem is? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like, a, let that's me, never let me, good. Let me tell you something. And <laughs> hey, you can just hear it. You can just hear it going off. Look at that look in Beth's eyes. Yeah, I don't fall hard for the struggle. To get him out of here, you will not take him back. She was not trying to hear that. 
and she pulled out her little half a scissor shank right and she stuck that nigga in the chest yeah she did Say, take that dawn and almost on reflex dawn was like oh really blah blah all up in your brain piece yeah i think she shot her by accident though i think it was almost like a, a reaction yeah it was on like in that moment you can see in dawn's eyes that she didn't mean to that that beth was a demon she was hulk hogan and she felt like a little bitch in her arms Mm-hmm. And so she had to kill her. You know? Only thing is she didn't chase her around the block, wait for her to turn around, bulk up when she got shot. But she did shoot that motherfucker in the face, <laughs> point blank. Right. And her eyes was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And and the thing about it is that that whole transaction, transition, all you heard was a gunshot, and it just went silent. And Rick got blood on him and turned away for a second. So it was almost like he couldn't believe what happened. Right. So... Daryl was the only one that went right into kill mode. Oh, he was not trying to hear that shit. Rick got his out earlier. Yeah, and he shot that motherfucker in her face and said, bye, Don. Shot her straight in the forehead. Bye. I didn't know Don's middle name was Felicia, but... (laughs) But bye. Right, bye. (laughs) So, uh, she got shot in in the grill piece and, um, then all the other officers was like, whoa, 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 whoa! We never liked that bitch anyway. Y'all, y'all, y'all gonna have a nice go. day. Right. It was all about her. She dead. Cool. Yep. Cool. She, no, she, none of us had to kill her. Cool. Yep. yep. They're like, we was, one of us is gonna kill her anyway. And they was like, nope, we are not, we are not part of that. We actually was just going to our rooms. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. we, we do not want to shoot out with y'all in this little ass hallway. Not worth it. Right. And Noah was already behind us. So Noah was scared. Everybody was scared. Um, and Noah and Beth had, uh, impossible white woman mo- moment where her love saved Noah. Just mm-hmm. pure love. Um, and, uh, so then they cut to Daryl crying and magically, uh, Carol was walking already again. <laughs> I thought I was, of course. I thought I tripled when I saw that. Yeah. Like she, she was like, Oh, I'm impossible white man strength. I'm up. She got into survival mode real quick. Real oh, yeah. quick. Like Rambo came back out again. She probably had a piece of gun. She probably had a gun in her hand and everything. We just didn't oh, notice. She was it. ready for war. So, um, Beth got killed and then they started walking down the stairs and, um, they took her out the front door. And that was right where Abraham and the crew rolled up. Mm-hmm. And they, they were all happy at first. And then they seen Daryl Carey and Beth. And Maggie broke down to start crying. Uh, like, Lord, take me instead. Why, <laughs> Lord, why? You know, the only time people act like that is when they know they hadn't done right by the person that's exactly. deceased. Exactly. Trying to jump in the casket with them. <laughs> well, you know, you could have been loving them while they was here. Uh, yep. But, uh, you know, Carol should have asked for her guns that they stole when they hit her. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I forgot to mention. I knew those two cops were good cops because Rick brought, Rick brought up the point that the cops had ran over Carol with their car. And both oh. of them had to look like that is some shit they would do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, yep. That's what them dirty cops be doing. I figured that's what it was. Um, so Beth died like Christopher Waltz in Django trying to kill Calvin Candy. Yep. yep. Like, I, like I, I couldn't help myself. The white man pride just can't take what the black man is willing to, to deal with. You know, couldn't take that L. Um, and I was just so mad. I was like, why couldn't it have been Tyrese? 
<laughs> Could have been Tyrese, oh Cause, Lord. Because Beth was turning into a killer. Right. Yes, she was now. Well, I guess Maggie really will miss Beth now. Mm. Maybe if she hadn't been chasing that dick. Oh, Lord. She could have saved Maggie a long time ago. But this tea, though. It's so delicious. Kermit <laughs> uh, <laughs> me. <laughs> we gotta we gotta wait till February for another episode. I was not happy about that bullshit. But they did give us something after the credits. Yes, they did. Uh Morgan rolled up to the church. The zombies had left. Uh I guess once the fire truck rolled off, the zombies were free to walk out of the door. And they probably like, you know, walked off and you know, but he was taking a stroll around the whole town. He went to the school. Mm-hmm. He saw the leg. Right. Cause you basically was following the trails, basically. Yeah. Following the trees. So, uh, Morgan walked up in that church and was looking around and seeing like evidence that the crew might have been there, that humanity was there. Some people were there. And then he saw the map and where, uh, Abraham had given it to Rick and said, uh, you know, follow the map to DC. We're going to need people like you in D.C. Like, sorry as an asshole earlier, the world's going to need Rick Grimes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Morgan had that look on his face like, nigga, what? Rick alive? And then, boom, the end. Right. Yeah. I, uh, well, he was laughing at the pew for a second, too. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get what, what he was laughing at. Was he laughing like, ah, oh, people still praising God? or I just figured he was laughing at they, them still being alive and looking at their stuff and... That's what I thought it was. I don't know. Maybe and this it was candy bar had like God candy or something on it, or mm-hmm. it was something on the wrapper. Yeah, no, it's like. Hmm. Uh, but I knew Beth was gonna die because they made me like her, and that's why it always hurts. Robert Kirkman always makes you like a motherfucker. The lad, like right before they kill him. I like everybody except for Tyrese. Well, see, I I went through the same thing I with like T Dog. I hated T Dog for. Of years for his name being T Dog for everything <laughs> he was just a cornball brother. Okay? <laughs> what a cornball without and the then, But then when he died, I was like, "Fuck!" That's how he died. He he was finally opening up and saying things I could agree with. So same thing for Beth, man. Beth finally was waking up to the world, not being a naive little girl. I remember when she said she didn't cry anymore, and Don said, "Well, I cried. Just don't let them see me." Oh, so telling about both their characters. Right. I really wish both actresses would have been on the, the Talking Dead, honestly. Yeah, I'm surprised they both wouldn't know that. And, and, and I think the most, it might not be ironic, but the most, uh, I guess the thing that I paid attention to was that they got closer together, basically to die together. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. built this camaraderie. They kind of, they kind of bonded. Right. And, uh, Christine Woods deserves some type of recognition for her portrayal of Dawn. It really carried the season. She was so good. It is very hard to play a nuanced character like that where yeah. you're not, is like you're competent, but you also have these gaping insecurities. And, uh, it was, she was good, man. Yeah. Like she wasn't one note. She wasn't evil stepmother Dawn. Mm-mm. Sometimes she was nurturing. Sometimes she was, uh, you know, uh, a dictator and like she, like she was just so good, man. They, they did a good job of casting both of those characters, her and Gareth, uh, mm-hmm. from Terminus. They yeah. were good. Um, they did a good job of casting both cause those, both of those characters did a great job for such small roles, uh, mm-hmm. which kind of helped make this season for the first half of the season anyway. Yep. Um, True. 
And that's been a lot packed into just one half of a season. Hell yeah. Uh, and cause they, cause they, they started did terminus in, terminus. in one day. Yeah, they started in terminus. Beth saved Carol and Noah and died a virgin. Like all this shit happened in one season. Correct. You know, rest in peace, Beth Tubman, man. But I, maybe it's for the best. Beth probably was never going to be the same with them scars on her face. Not only that, she probably been gangster too. Mm-hmm. Cause she started killing folks like it went nothing. Mm-hmm. So do y'all think Tyrese needs to take responsibility for her dying since it was his plan? No. No. Mm-hmm. Put that on his conscience too. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he tried to, and cause you, we didn't talk about that, but he tried to tell her about, I didn't kill that dude in the cabin yeah. mm-hmm. when y'all was trapped in terminus and I, I, I lied and said I did. Right. Oh, and that explains why when Carol was about to go, cause when Carol was going to go in there, she was going to be sure that nigga was dead. Right. And mm-hmm. that was the thing, man. Like, um, when he was on the talking dead, it made it seem like, oh, like he lied basically. It was like, oh, well, maybe he thought he was dead. Uh, turns out, turns out, um, he let that man live on purpose, which is the worst fear possibly. Yeah. He got Bob eaten. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm, I'm not going to say he got him eaten, but he helped contribute because that was one yeah. of the main dudes that was wanting to eat Bob and the rest of them. Right. Like, he's a liability, in my opinion, now, and I want him to die. I know he's a black character, but we got to know it now. Fuck him. <laughs> he can go ahead and go to hell. Like, I like Tyrese because he's a good dynamic. For the group shouldn't all be on one thing all the time. True. There should always be somebody that's kind of the conscious of the group. But in a large part, he compromises the group and doesn't communicate well. So I won't cry when he dies. Mm-hmm. Agreed. No, I feel bad. Mad. I feel bad for Sasha, but I won't feel bad for um for him dying. What'd you say, Karen? I'll be mad. You gonna be mad? You like Tyrese? Mm-hmm. Now, why do you like Tyrese? Cause he black. I have no doubt <laughs> about it. There's 17 black people on the show now. I dude. don't care. Somebody black gonna have to die. I know, and I'm still gonna be mad. No matter who the black person is. Mm-mm, no matter who the black person is, I'm biased. All right. <laughs> well, at least you're honest about it. Yeah, I ain't trying to hide nothing. Um, what are y'all looking forward to coming up in the next, uh, when they come back in February? Karen? Ooh, are they going to get it with Morgan? Mm. Uh, how is Rick going to respond to them telling them that Eugene lied? Mm. Um, and at Lily, where the group is going to go from here? And also, like for me, my, and because we was talking about, uh, being mad at black characters, I think out of everybody, um, Daryl would probably be the hurt person I'll be hurt the most because that's he's my, he's literally my favorite character. Him and Rick mm-hmm. are real close to like my favorite. I thought you would buy. I thought you would buy us for black people, but I sound like the white people your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I, I am biased. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I am biased to black people, but I just want everybody to know that I'm not a racist. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, what do you look forward to, Justin? Oh, uh, that can surprise me. Um, okay. the first half of the season was so good. Um, even, even the episodes I, I initially didn't like, I had to rewatch them. Um, it was, for overall, it was a great half of season. Uh, so just surprise me. Whatever they do, I'm gonna be cool with. I'm looking, uh, and, oh, but okay. I, but I feel like, I feel like, especially they showed like a slight preview of what was coming up. I feel mm-hmm. like the group, even things seem bad now. I feel like they about to get worse. Well, isn't um, that always the truth? And so, like, I, like, I, it's like, how much worse can things get? But, you know, we'll find out. Surprise me. 
I'm looking forward to Maggie reconciling with the fact that she chased Dick to the detriment of her sister and let her sister die. I think that's going to come up. I think it's going to come up. I think she's going to be so hurt in February. I really think it. I think the show is smart enough that they've set that up on purpose and it wasn't an oversight. And I think she's going to have, like, she's going to become distant from Glenn. I think she's going to be mourning. Uh, I think we're really going to see her struggle with her conscience. And I hope yeah. so. And, and what kind of what other kind of uh, enemy can they create? Like it, the enemy has to come from within now, because mm. uh, they've created the terminus type enemy. They had the group Daryl was rolling with, uh, and they even had another good group, but it was still an enemy because they had part of their crew. Um, so what type of you know enemy can they come up with? And I feel like that has to come within the group. That's the next enemy. Well, right? you know, also I don't even think it has to be within the group. I just think they they haven't explored something that's really important and crucial, which is trying to rebuild civilization. Right. Which is going to be very hard. Right now it's all been about survival. It's all been reacting to what's out there, but what happens when they, you know, meet somebody that has an established, uh, township or, uh, somebody that, you know, has a, a place for them to stay, I think, you know, as always, the hunt is for shelter. Now that they long, no longer have the church, now that they decided not to stay at the hospital, because the people at the hospital told him, like, y'all welcome to stay with us. And he said, because it's safer here. And he said, no, it's better out there. Right, then they'll be living by these crazy and anybody wants rules. to come with me can come. And only Noah came, That's by the, the way. That's the only person that left. Noah um, was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So I hate it for those people's checks that worked in that uh, the hospital. Those actors won't be getting paid anymore. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I do think it'll be like, you know, maybe they'll go to D.C. Maybe they'll try to find another group to stay with or something like that. I think that's going to be the next challenge. Uh, I, I think I don't think they have to keep having the biggest, baddest enemy all the time. You know, I think eventually it, it will be that. But part of the show that I like and it's part of the thing that people don't like about the show I like when they try to build civilization and find a place, find a way to maintain life. Mm-hmm, because people would do that in reality, you know. It's right. Just, like, well, I enjoyed the prison stuff, where it was like, mm-hmm. Farmer Rick, I know that people were pissed about it, but I actually kind of enjoyed Farmer Rick because the idea was, at some point, we had to transition out of badass on the road, killing, killing, killing all the time. Like, we could die like this. this, like, this like, combat in this world is not... Uh, given that you're just gonna walk out of it unscathed correct so um all right man we'll see what happens when they come back thank y'all so much for listening to uh day walk and i hope you guys enjoyed the first half of season uh you know um and because and uh we enjoyed talking about it let me just make sure we didn't get any emails about day walking before i move on to the news uh, we definitely gotta talk about the news because uh there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, let me just double check that we didn't get an email. And we didn't. All right. No one sent an email about day walking. So let's just get right into the news. Um, uh, what should we do first? I guess we could start first with the Cosby show. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let me uh, find the Cosby show.
all right justin give me a number one through twenty three number three uh number three is from buzzfeed um kelly l carter wrote bill cosby and the safe black Mm. and it's a very long long article but i think it's basically about pick five then if it's long pick five oh okay so just okay forget <laughs> that forget that we're oh not, so we're gonna skip it we're not gonna do no thick pieces okay oh, put the long articles reading uh, number five ex model says bill Cosby forced her to touch his genitals that's more your speed yes (laughs) it is now rapey i like it (laughs) (laughs) well i guess you do the think pieces when it's just me and you then baby (laughs) another former model has come forward to say bill cosby forced sexual contact with her when she was a young model what is this 45 in a new (laughs) him and dad shop competing all these years right and we didn't even know it in a new now for i mean in a now familiar narrative brooklyn resident joel allison says her agent Sue Charney introduced her to Cosby in the late 1980s during the height of his popularity with the Cosby show. Charney also repped alleged Cosby assault victim Janice Dickinson. Charney told the young woman to go to Cosby's Brownstone for a dinner party. It was Allison's birthday. She thought her agent had arranged a dinner with her role model as a gift. Ha! You were the gift, baby. Yes, she was. He said he wanted to help models and actors who were well-educated, who could do something else. Allison told the Daily News, I thought, wow, this is Bill Cosby. Allison was impressed enough to accept another dinner invitation to Cosby's home. The comic poured her a glass of wine from a bottle that he said was a gift from Chrysler chairman Lee Iacocca. But Allison says the wine was awful and left her feeling sick. She stumbled onto a couch when Cosby led her to another room and told her, look in the mirror and see the glow. I mean. Look in the mirror uh-huh. and see the glow in your face, she says. I didn't look good. My eyes were all over the place, Allison said. Then he forced her hand onto his genitals. That was my sexual that was my sexual assault by this comedian. He turned me around and said, Let's get you home. At the door, he gave me a very hard embrace and a hard kiss. So he, he made her jack his dick off. Lips. Mm-hmm. he paid for a nauseating cab ride home for her he later invited her to spend the night at his philadelphia home which she refused right why would she there's no such thing as america's dad there's just a man named bill Cosby. he's a very sick sociopath allison now 52 says we may be looking at america's greatest serial rapist that ever got away with this for the longest amount of time um I wonder if he, there's any pride in that. Like, yes, I'm America's greatest serial <laughs> rapist. And I ne- was never on Chris Handsome's mm-hmm. show. Never. Nobody could fuck with me. I'm the greatest. Kaiser himself has not directly denied allegations. At November, at his November 21st show at the King Center in Melbourne, Florida, Kaiser told a reporter that I know people are tired of me. I mean, I know people are tired of me not saying anything. But a God doesn't have to answer to win your windows. The previous night, Kazi simply avoided addressing the accusations at a show in the Bahamas. Kazi's attorney, Martin Singer, dismissed the allegations as the new, never before heard claims from women who have come forward in the past two weeks with unsubstantiated, fantastical stories about things they say occurred 30, 40, or even 50 years ago have escalated far past the point of absurdity. Yeah. Um, I guess you have to say that. Hopefully he's getting paid by the hour, right? <laughs> I mean, at this point, do you get paid for by the rape? 
Yeah, you I mean, more money. I'm like, Bill, I'm going to need you to pay me by the rate because, let's be honest, uh, it, 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 it's getting expensive out these in these right. streets. <laughs> you raised so many bitches, I make more money. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, you know, you seem like a, a nice dude and all, but uh, I'm going to need you to go ahead and compensate me for, for the rapes because, uh, bruh, uh, I was going by the hour, but I make much more money if I go by the rate. I know you got it. You were trying to buy NBC at one time. I know you mm-hmm. got it. Karen, um, give me a number. Let's do 20. 20, 6, 8. <laughs> I thought you was going to do 11. Three. <laughs> I thought about it. All right. Uh, this is a good one. So y'all know Charles Manson is get is engaged to be married. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So Charles Manson's fiance said Bill Cosby is a monster. What? According to this. And, and Charles Manson ain't never going out of jail, right? Yeah. Okay. You know what, man? I wonder if this is a real article. It's on reductress.com. Like, I've never heard of that place. I don't know. The other articles on here say Beyonce admits to being a member of the Illuminati. I don't know if this is a replica site, baby. Yeah, I'm going to have to just say. X, X, you might X out that one and go to yeah. the next one All and right, make that so 20. Here's another. Glenn Beck had to talk about Bill Cosby. Now, this is reasonable. Uh, now, this is. <laughs> this is real. This is real hard-hitting news here. <laughs> right. Uh, so he, he had to drop a statement because, you know, Glenn not afraid to say the tough things that the media is afraid to say, Karen. Right. Um, so, uh, let's see what, what, what his uh, statement was while this loads. Um, he said, Hey, that was a really awkward exchange. We, we discussed not talking about it in the first place. Can you take that out? And you violated, you violated that. Yeah. You violated it. So now you've violated me twice. You want to talk about rape. That's, that's media rape right there. You said you would not do that since when does your no mean yes? Do you know the definition of no, sir? Mm-hmm. You've just raped Bill Cosby. You said you wouldn't do it. You just did it. And then you blamed it on him. My gosh, maybe we should have a lesson on rape. Nigga, what? 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 I'm not sure I heard that right. He's saying uh, that uh, the other guy raped Bill Cosby through an interview? Media rape. A new type of rape. That is worse than rape rape. Hey, that was a really awkward exchange. We we discussed not talking about it in the first place. Can you take that and out? And you violated it. You violated that. Yeah. You violated it. So now you've violated me twice. You want to talk about rape. That's That's media rape right there. You said you would not do that. Since when does your no mean yes? Do you know the definition of no, sir? Mm-hmm. You've just raped Bill Cosby. You said you wouldn't do it. You just did it. And then you blamed it on him. My gosh, maybe we should have a lesson on rape. Thinking I do need to listen to rape. Because I, I didn't know that was a thing. What he's accusing of. <laughs> I feel like 
my brain just was just like it just exploded <laughs> that that feels my brain really just was like that was my brain just now i don't know what to say what else can you say other than i can pick them yeah, yeah picked, <laughs> that was the one you picked karen i've had that on the board from day one glenn beck says the media right this nigga uh and i'll pick uh this one um this is uh the actual interview where bill cosby tried to get the dude to bury the because uh, at the ap guy asked him basically like hey what up with all these rapes right and bill cosby was like hey we don't answer that and he said you're shaking your head shaking your head no that dude oh. so they never turned the mic off and bill was when bill was like you know getting off the microphone so let's see if they can uh play the audio from this uh, i wonder if i need to close my shit because it's acting slow again mm. yeah i think i will close it all right let me close this and bring it right back up um it'll just take a second everybody uh why don't we listen to some music uh between that uh hey justin you remember um sport yep sporty Odie. yeah hey you know he got an album out he i does? know he got an alcohol out Nah, he like a mixtape it's called price of success it's on spotify uh mm-hmm. we played ball with this dude uh it's got all people from uh north carolina on it uh talking about uh ronnie's best yeah. friend yeah, yeah. Here, here's here's a, a song. Here's one of the songs from it. Yeah. Smart. YCG. Ah. No hustle, no profit. Look. It's money in your club on a hundred. That's one hell of a night. Standing all on your couches. That's that ignorant life. Trying to buy me a box. All right, let's back up. <laughs> Go buy the album. Uh, Price of Success. It's on Spotify. Um, I'm a hustler, baby. So, uh, yeah, Bill Cosby uh, was, they dared ask him about rape. And he basically said, uh, y'all niggas need to bury this tape and get it up out of my face uh why isn't it playing now i closed everything i opened it back up um this isn't my fault tmz is your shit broken oh might just be slow um let me see uh okay all right tickets will play this time i didn't I have to ask about your name coming up in the news recently regarding this comedian. No, no, we don't answer that. Okay. I, I just wanted to ask if you wanted to respond at all about whether any of that was true. There's no response. Okay. Can I ask you, if, with the, the persona that people know about Bill Cosby, should they believe anything differently about what... There is no comment about that. Okay. And and I'll tell you why. This dude is so scared of Bill Cosby. Uh, uh, oh, okay. okay. I think you were told. And that's why he goes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And I said that's why he probably only do certain interviews because he know he's intimidating. Like, he's not going to interview with certain people. Because I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to badger you till you leave and answer my questions. Until this point, it was more lucrative to cover it up for him. 
correct. Now it's not anymore. And also I think that he still thinks old school. He he thinks him not answering it is going to just make it go away. But some people are going to be like, fuck you forever now. You know, I, I had thought a few years ago that Bill Cosby was um, kind of losing his grip mm-hmm. mentally. Uh, but I do too. I do the too. fact that he wouldn't answer this question and was so serious about it lets me know he still has everything there in intact. He ain't lost a step. He ain't <laughs> not one bit. I, and I, I, I tell you this much, I wouldn't take a drink from him. I feel like he about to read and get in this dude's ass in a minute. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to compromise your integrity. But I'm doing you the favor now. I'm doing you the favor of not answering me answering this question. Um, we don't. I don't talk about it. Thank you very much. Thank okay. you. I appreciate your time. Thank now, you. Now, can I get something from you? What's that? That none of that will be shown. I. I can't promise that myself. Like watching Camille sit here is just like. She know. Oh, so this is part of the interview that didn't air. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he can't promise you that because he got executive and producers and shit that couldn't chop this shit up. Not that him. that, not just that. I don't want to promise you that. Right. Yep. But he asked immediately. Like, soon as they said the thank yous. All right, now listen, I need to ask something for you. Like, mm-hmm. immediately. Bill, he yeah. all there, man. Yeah, it's yep. cameras and shit there. You didn't think this part was going to get out to the public? Mm-hmm. You didn't say anything? I know I didn't say anything, but I, I'm asking your integrity that since I didn't oh, want so to say anything. Oh, so now it's integrity. But I did. What about your integrity of not raping people? Right. To answer you in terms of I don't want to say anything, of what value will it have? I don't think it will. Ma'am, what'd you say? Sorry? What did you say? He's talking to someone who's off camera, who's uh, like an editor or something. Somebody in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And I would appreciate it if it was scuttled. I hear you. I I will tell that to my editors. And right, because he don't make that choice. And I think that they will understand. Well, I I think if you want to consider yourself to be- even if he does make that choice, you don't tell him you'll do that. It, this is a bigger story than whatever the fuck they're doing to the Smithsonian. Be serious mm-hmm. that it will not appear anywhere. Okay. I appreciate what you asked. Thank right. you. That's all he can say. He Thank can, you. And we thought, by the way, because it was AP, that it wouldn't be necessary to go over that question with you. And we haven't written about this at all in the past two months. And but they want, you know, my boss is wanting me to ask. If you will just tell your boss the reason why we didn't say that up front was because we thought uh, that AP had the integrity. Why does he keep saying that? To not act. What do you mean, why do you he's been saying it for decades to people to keep them from covering the story? Oh, you don't have any integrity. You're covering the the allegations that I raped 20 women. Bitch, is news. Like, right. like yeah. you, you can't hide behind challenging people on their integrity because that's going out of the media. But some people, it'll make them think twice. Like, it, right. like it's challenging now their ethics and what it, did, did I do something wrong? Mm-hmm. He's just trying to make you doubt yourself the same way he makes these women doubt themselves by drugging them. Pimp game. Inviting them over. 
Yes. And one other point on that, the, the, one of the three major TV writers for the AP in Los Angeles called me up and, right. and asked me, Lynn Elbert, and right. we said, we're, we're, we're not. Dry snitching. He put Lynn Elder's name on these streets. Why? And right. we said, we're, we're, we're not addressing it. So okay. she, she said, fine, and she just closed it off. Okay. And I think you need to get on the phone with his I will, yeah. person immediately. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's who's, not going to stop shit. Who sold it to uh, TMZ? Yeah, somebody sold. This shit right here was probably never meant that to be leaked that, out to the public. That person that was, just got name dropped. Yeah, this shows you how he's managed to control this story for 30 years. It's just straight up bully tactics. Like, up. Oh, Nope, y'all not gonna put this shit out. Correct. He was about your integrity. To, yeah, he was getting ready to control this part of it, but mm-hmm. uh, TMZ more real in these streets. TMZ don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey Bill, hey Bill, is that is that girl's pussy better than your wife's yeah. pussy? Hey Bill, what's in your drink? Bill, what's in the tea? Bill, <laughs> Bill, can I ask him to drink? Bill. And while I pass out, Bill, will you rate me after right. I drink? After I drink it, Bill, do, uh, do you need a woman to describe your dick? Bill, can they describe your dick? <laughs> Camille. Come here. How do you yeah. feel with him fucking these other women? It's a brown with a lot of gray on it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any break bi- babies, Bill? Yeah, Bill. What about what about uh? Did you did you try to get Sandra? Did you try to touch Sandra? Camille, yeah. did you rape any of the women too? Right. Were you in on it? What about black on black crime that you so against? Mm-hmm. Camille, did you rape Theo? Is Bill, that why? Is that why now he's so screwed up and only does music? Bill, why do you have a problem keeping your pants up? Bill, can you look over here at the camera? Bill, <laughs> please. Mr. Kazi, Mr. Kazi. <laughs> Uh, AMC accidentally spoiled The Walking Dead for West Coast fans. Mm-hmm. If you follow their Facebook page, they, and they as soon as the East Coast feed was over, they actually uh, jumped the gun and put a spoiler up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they told you which character died, which was Beth. Correct. It was a, I, like, I'm a fan of the page. I already knew, so it wasn't a big thing to me. You know, because I'm on the West Coast, but it was a picture. You know, the uh, East Coast. I mean, Lord, East Coast. So, like, I <laughs> fuck, I don't even know what coast I'm on. It was a picture of Daryl holding Beth, and it said R.I.P. Beth, a big-ass picture of her, and it just floated in my timeline. Mm-hmm. And But, see, I'd be forgetting that, you know, you got people that they probably show it, like, every hour on the hour on the hour according to the time zone. So, for the people on the other coast, they had, like, three more hours to wait. So, they're like, well, fuck, you actually ruined the show for me because... I don't get the East Coast feed. They got to stay off they off Twitter and everything. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they actually put a um an apology out. The the uh the thing actually put an apology out saying we apologize. You know we didn't mean to do that. You know from moving forward, we'll wait till both of the coast have um um times have aired before we put out any pics. Mm-hmm. They said you. we heard your feedback to last night's post and we're sorry. With zero negative intent. Intent, we jumped the gun and put up a spoiler. Please know we're going to work to ensure that in the future possible spoilers by official AMC social feeds are killed before they can infect clearly before the West Coast broadcast of The Walking Dead. As always, thank you for watching and keep the comments coming. We appreciate all your support. Hashtag recipe spoiler. Yeah, and, I, you know, and, and maybe because of the time zone, but I will, well, not that would make sense, but I've always wondered why for certain shows you just air it Regardless, like if it's ten o'clock here, whatever time it is, they're just they do that for football. They just air it all, so you're all watching the same time, no matter the same show, no matter the time zone. But do they do that just because they just hey, we're gonna our show starts at nine, regardless of where you at? I don't know. 
Depends on where you're at, I guess. Okay. Because that would eliminate that. Women who have more male friends have better sex than girly girls because their boyfriends are scared of the competition. According to research. Mm-hmm. That's good research right there. <laughs> uh, uh, women should have more, quote unquote, that's my brother. Uh, <laughs> so, so your girl keeps a lot of uh, dudes around? That's not what I'm saying. I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> that's I'm right. for these other single. We talking about single women, right? No, no. They said women who have more male friends and colleagues are having more sex than women who surround themselves with females. These guys, girls, enjoy more romantic attention because their boyfriends and partners feel in feeling the competition with their male friends, which pu- pushes them to try harder in the bedroom, according to research. So, you know, ladies, go out, get yourself a lot of men friends uh, that your man some will feel threatened by, <laughs> and then you'll have better sex. The study, which was published in the Journal of Comparative Psychology, revealed men were also more attracted to their partners when they subconsciously suspected they might be unfaithful. So if you subconsciously think your wife is cheating on you, your woman's cheating on you, she'll become even more attractive to That's you. That's kind of confusing. So they're saying that, the more I think she's cheating, the more you want the her. The more the sexier she becomes to me. So when she's not cheating, she's not a sexy. I guess I don't That's, know. Yeah, that that part. Um. Michael Pham, the lead author of the study, told Fusion, "A lot of work shows that men are sexually aroused by their partner when they estimate a, li- a greater likelihood of partner infidelity." This explains that whole cuckold section of the form. That's true. Dudes be watching like. Give her that black meat, and they're like, oh, it's even sexier for me. This does not mean that men want their partner to cheat on them. Rather, this means that if they estimate a greater likelihood of their partner's infidelity, then they may subconsciously want to have sex with her to enter into sperm competition. Sperm competition? Mm-hmm. Yo. And the dismount. Lord uh, Giva said for the ladies to call out her male, your male friend names during sex. Yes. <laughs> it'll make, it'll be so mm-hmm. explosive. That's how you get it. Ah, that's how you get stabbed. <laughs> your, 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 your husband or your boyfriend could get into the sperm competition. <laughs> Fam and his coworkers studied about 400 men in relationships, asking them to report on subjects, how, uh, such as how attracted they found their partner, how many male friends they believe their partner to have, and how attracted they believe these friends find them. The study found that more male friends the more male friends a fan, I mean, a man perceived his partner to have the most sex, uh, they would have as a couple. I think they mean the more sex. Fam believes that his competitive streak, uh, this competitive streak is natural to most people. We need to be reminded that our partner is valuable to us and desirable to others. This makes us keep working at maintaining relationship satisfaction. Finding that right balance of inducing your partner's jealousy will optimize a couple's sex life. That's also assuming, too, that she wants to. That's like saying she's more promiscuous the more guy friends she has. Because it's like automatically assuming that she wants to have more sex just because the guy wants to have more sex. Well, subconsciously you assume that is what he's saying. Right, and that's not always true. Although the study did not examine who had initiated the sex, Ty K. Shackelford, who co-authored the study, says, the results do show that men are competitive when it comes to other men. They, the women, don't even have to see them having sex with other males. It's just the presence, he said. Here's the problem with the study. They only talk to men. How do they even know the sex was satisfying to the women? Women don't matter. 
Like they tell well, the women have more satisfying sex. We talked to 400 men who said, Oh, I give her more of the wood when I know the demand is right. around. Not the women to, to see if they're satisfied, but your study said that they're satisfied, but you didn't ask them. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, you, that's assuming these women want more sex now. Correct. Just because they have more guy friends. Like, that's, that's, it's that's like a calling, dumb survey. It's calling y'all um, sluts. Uh, the House of Representatives. They already do. The House of Representatives approved a bill to stop Nazi benefit payments. So they finally said it. Suspected not suspected Nazi war criminals would be blocked from receiving social security benefits under a bill unanimously approved Tuesday by the house. The measure would shut a loophole that allows suspected Nazis to be paid millions of dollars in benefits under the bill. Benefits will be terminated for Nazi suspects who had lost their American citizenship, a step called denaturalization. U S law currently mandates a higher threshold, a final order of deportation before social security benefits can be stopped. The legislation was introduced after an AP investigation published in October revealed that social security benefits have been paid to dozens of former Nazis after they were forced out of the United States. So good for them, man. I'm glad they got those motherfuckers. Can Don't go give ahead, shit. Can they go ahead and include other, other groups like that? Like, you know, people that join the KKK. Yeah, I would love. Can y'all do that too, please? Like, I mean, who's gonna pass that bill? I feel like that one won't get a hundred percent. Oh no! I feel like that's the same group, though, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like if we do the KKK, there's a lot of people. Like we say, hey, anybody that uh has people in, like old people that used to be in the KKK, too many um like congressmen and shit would be like, oh, that's <laughs> that's me, that's me. <laughs> Hold up now. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, and don't you know they care more about Jews than they do about black folks? A lot of that's mm-hmm. what it boils down to. That's sad, but true. And it's one of those things where it don't matter how your people were, were were punished, you know, but your people went through something. It don't matter, but when it boils down to it, Jews never forget. Black always forget. Uh, Honey Boo Boo star Chickadee is selling a potion that can that claims to prevent Ebola. <laughs> yeah, she out down on the streets and some mama done fuck their money up. I'm okay with this. Me too. Honestly, if you think Chickadee got the cure for Ebola, you deserve to die. <laughs> and, and you deserve is, her to take your money. This is natural selection. This is nothing but Darwinism, and I believe in that. <laughs> How much is the potion? Uh, <laughs> like is it five dollars is it i don't know like i feel like <laughs> the ebola cure she should at least be able to get fifty dollars the, com- the company is called young living essential oils <laughs> oh it's real yeah it's real okay <laughs> <laughs> young living essential oils that's what you need in life sometimes young wild and free mm-hmm. oh she a hoe i know she not the face of it is she <laughs> wait did you say she a hoe <laughs> Is she the one that was raped, Karen? Uh, I don't I know, know if she's the one that was raped or not. No, by, no, no, by, no, no, she wasn't. I mean, weren't they, all, weren't they all? By Uncle Daddy. <laughs> weren't they all media raped, though? <laughs> media <laughs> won't take no But she is worse. Yeah. They have member sign-ups, so you can't just, like, buy the products. You got to become a member. You got to sign a waiver so yeah. you can't sue later. Because <laughs> they know it's Oh, so they, so they just don't show you how much the shit costs? <laughs> no, you got to do a whole... Here's the thing. <laughs> Nobody... This is what is going to fail. Nobody is stupid enough to sign up for this and believe it, but smart enough to fill out this form. <laughs> Correct. You got to do a sponsor ID, enroller ID, 
put your first middle and last name street address <laughs> city phone number preferred language email updates username password pin I'll number for some shit that i'm paying you for first no, name right nobody is smart enough to make it past first name yeah, first name cooter right last name uh <laughs> cooter right uh, first name sugar bell uh era uh you can't have same first name or last name <laughs> right right well uh, shucks my parents only call me cooter if you go to amazon to buy young living essential oil lemon it's three dollars and 25 cents that's, that's all. all and they got a four to five stars only one left in stock though shit they buying that up ain't they? i mm. feel like she could get 50 dollars a bottle for it i mean it's the cure for ebola Young can lemon. you put a price on your life? Purified citrus scent that is revitalizing and uplifting. Lemon consists of sixty-eight percent delomine, uh powerful antioxidant. It is delightfully refreshing in water and may be beneficial to the skin. Maybe. Maybe. They don't know. Lemon may also be used to enhance the flavor <laughs> of foods. I mean, they say we don't know. You put <laughs> it so wait, what do you put on your skin and your food <laughs> like maybe coconut oil is there any other product like right. this yeah now coconut Butter? oil yeah. <laughs> no no but no but coconut oil you can literally fry fry it eat it put it on your skin and you'll be all right put it in your hair too lemon yeah. lemon, shit, lemon essential oil is cold pressed from the rinds of lemons janet valnet md estimates that it takes thirty thousand lemons to produce one kilo of oil in his in this in his book, The Practice of Aromatherapy, Valnette wrote that lemon is a tonic for supporting the nervous and sympathetic nervous systems. Earth Culture certified product tips: use one to two drops of lemon essential oil to remove gum, oil, grease spots, glue, or adhesive, and cram for most services. So wait, you supposed to put this in my food, but it'll fucking take oil, grease spots, glue, adhesive, and crayons off of services. <laughs> But but he said it take thirty thousand lemons to do this too, right? That's what he said. Three thousand. Three thousand. Combine two to three drops of lemon essential oil with water in a spray bottle to help cleanse and sanitize surfaces. Man, fuck. But this. it only costs three dollars. Three dollars and twenty five cents. So how cheap is the lemon going for these days? Because I feel like a thousand lemons is expensive. Place a drop of lemon essential oil on oily skin or blemishes. To help balance oil glands and minimize oil production. Proactive costs more than that. Soothe, right. soothe corns and calluses or bunions by rubbing lemon essential oil on affected areas ah. morning and evening. Massage lemon essential oil into cellulite to help remove, improve circulation and eliminate, eliminate waste from cells. Add lemon essential oil to your morning tea or breakfast shake for a refreshing pick me up. It's cheaper to just and just get you a bottle of liquor. It's, you can go buy lemon ah! extract for this shit. Just buy lemon yes, you extract. Can. Inhale lemon lemon essential oil. Inhale or place a few drops on a cotton ball to replenish your mind, body, and spirit. Oh, we get high now. <laughs> ah! That's, that's when they came up with this product while they was inhaling. So, yeah. Uh, put two drops of lemon oil into a condom to make sure that you don't get pregnant. Oh, Lord. Add 10 to 15 drops of lemon essential oil to a gallon of carpet cleaning solution to help pull out stains, brighten carpet, and rugs. Leave a fresh smell in the room. Add several drops of lemon essential oil to a chicken marinade for a delicious dinner. Place a few drops of your favorite citrus <laughs> essential oil on a cotton ball and put it in the refrigerator to help eliminate odors. But one that wipe away my insides? Well, they just sold me. I'm buying this shit. 
because it, if it's cleaned up spots, won't ah. it also clean up my insides? Well, this is before we get to the Ebola. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 50 cent bank account has been frozen. Well, I mean, it's only 50 cent. You need $25 to open up a bank account. Right. Ain't that minimal? <laughs> sounds like a uh, short change. Sounds like he died trying. <laughs> 50 cent can't get 50 cents out of his atm because his personal bank account is now off limits it seems 50 didn't pay the whopping 17.2 million dollar judgment over a deal he made to market headphones for a company called sleek audio sleek claimed 50 stole his design and then tried marketing this on his marketing it on its own the law sided was sleek and 50 got hit with a massive judgment if you don't pay a judgment, the winner can garnish your wages and freeze your bank accounts. Mm-hmm. A source connected to 50 tells TMZ the rapper has complete access to his bank accounts. The only account affected by the judgment is his personal. And it's not like he's broke. Forbes estimates 50 is worth 150 million, 140 million. What didn't he just pay these people? An attorney for 50 tells us they are appealing to sleek audio judgment. The company has been desperately attempting to hold money from any accounts it can locate. He added, don't worry about 50 because assets are appropriately protected. Man, rich people ain't got to ever pay you shit. <laughs> That's all I learned. 50 Cent, like, man, I ain't paying these niggas shit. Yep. Uh, Jeremiah, a.k.a. Jeremy, as I like to pronounce it, uh, has, uh, is, is going to be arrested over the Fud Ruckers, uh, Fud Ruckus. Uh, oh, that we was joking about not too long ago. So what happened? He didn't want to put his own toppings on his burger or something? Uh, he tried to. Entourage. He tried to holler at a female employee. Mm-hmm. When they asked him to back off, he uh, turned into a street harasser. It was like, fuck you then, bitch. Right. You bitch ass, fuck bitch, bitch, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know how they do. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see if I can play the video. Does it have the audio too or just TNC? Oh, uh, no audio. This is Jeremiah and his crew after uh old girl turned him down and they... Started out acting stupid, man. Don't so. you know who I am? Yeah. I'm Jeremy, like, aka no. Jeremiah. No, I, I know. I don't know who you are, sir. You ain't, you ain't seen me. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I once guest appeared on Love and Hip Hop. No. I mean, well, they edited the scene out, but you know, I was in there. I, yeah, I don't know. Who I was you in are, the background sir. at Youngberg's white party, right. and this how you do me? All <laughs> right. Yeah, I had an album like ten years ago. Me, mm-hmm. Tevin Campbell. Uh, speaking of street harassment, Germany mourns the death of a courageous youth who stood up to street harassers and was killed. Oh. Yep. 23-year-old Tuchki A was punched when she came to the aid of two, of two threatened girls. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's hilarious. Punched the hell out of her. So funny. So funny. Oh, good. Get, get your laugh on, Justin. Right. That's why he agrees with this and Bill Costa <laughs> raping. Yes. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Good for his soul, ain't it? Yep. Uh, as she, as she laid dying, they raped her corpse. Oh. I just made that up. <laughs> I was like, God damn. I just want to see if Justin keep laughing. Apparently so. She was pregnant with twins at the time. Her puppies washed on. Uh, she died from a head no trauma, worries. actually. Um, she, like, these dudes were harassing these two women. And she came over to be like, can y'all not? And uh, this dude just can't, like, the dude that was harassing her, 18-year-old man, punched her and ran off. What he didn't see is that she fell, hit her head on a stone, and later that caused a fatal brain injury. 
after they catch the person yeah they know who it was they caught him it's all on camera good um send that fucker to jail yep he should go to jail mm, he gonna get jail harassed mm-hmm. which is the new harassment he was get ass harassed yeah he's maintaining silence as he awaits trial prosecutors are investigating the case under planned charges of assault resulting in unintentional manslaughter so he still won't probably get a murder rap um but yeah i just thought that was crazy man because like more and more lately we've been reading stories about people that step up the street harassing and then it's just like you find out hey these motherfuckers are crazy they out here killing people and shit right that's why they street harassing because they are crazy uh, but I wonder what is the odds of actual prison rate, like when you get, when you go to prison, like is it? Probably low. I don't know. I don't know. I don't ever want to find out to be quite Me honest. Me either. I mean, yeah, not from firsthand account, but I would like to know, like, is it, is it, cause I'm, I'm sure, you know, you got unreported, mm-hmm. um, rapes that occur. Yeah. But, A lot. You can actually send a Christmas, like, message to victims of prison rape. I saw that on the gawker.com uh black dynamite has been really good this season yes right yes uh there's a actual website where you can go hear um the uh music which a lot of is i think almost all of it has been done by a friend of the show fonte from little brother (gasps) aka uh fonte from black dynamite has been everything this season from foreign exchange Mm -hmm. uh let me see if i can play some for everybody now you caught up on episodes yep Yes. yes that's just the instrumental version um let's see what else has got take the train oh, oh this one the soul train episode right Uh, of course, um, the episode of Mr. Rogers. What's in that, um? They sell you ass and sex, so bitch, I'm busting at them. Adults don't give up, so bitch, I'm busting at them. This shit, man. Uh, Mr. Rogers lost his fucking mind. Uh, it's all fucked up now. I don't remember. It's all fucked up now. They gone. Oh, <laughs> cause the cars took them away. It's all fucked up, now they gone. <laughs> and everything gone all wrong. Nothing for BD to say. Don't know this time if he's gone. Yo, Fonte is a genius. Right? God, thick blouse? What is this one? Oh, like Blick Brick House. Yeah. This from the Cosby episode. Oh, and they're throwing the clothes on the women. Yeah. Put on that big blouse. <laughs> <laughs> These buttons might tag. Keep the titties from falling out. You won't see none of that. 
Oh my god. That is from the Cosby episode. It is, yeah. Jamaican ratchet mix. I don't know what Jamaican. That's probably is. when uh, she Oh, Bob Marley. <laughs> right. from the episode about the gay dudes warriors yes yes wow y'all Anyway. 
Suck that dick. Now these, but these are songs that was on the uh, shows. Yeah. Yes. In the background mm-hmm. and shit, doing yeah. certain scenes. People, a lot of people don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah, I've been listening. And they, some of them after the credits. Yeah, I've been wa- listening to the shit all season. Ah, uh, yes, it's been greatness. <laughs> Imagine him in the studio doing this shit. It's so funny to me. Right. <laughs> like he had to do this with no cartoon, no like he just was like, "Hey man, make us a song that sound like James Brown." That's it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got like four left. Yeah. Might as well finish it. Yeah. Fuck it. You don't like this segment? Skip the show. Right. <laughs> oh Lord. Like, when it's in the background, I didn't even notice it didn't have words. Me either. I thought it was the real song. Right. each other's throats the black community is not a man and b is turned into one white slave driving dominatrix bitch it's starting to look like dr king's big old unity dump in that white cheeks only toilet was just a big old unity dump in vain 
Slaves, and they couldn't sing the Negro spiritual on beat. Yes. Oh my God. This is all you niggas should swim. This must be for Black Jaws. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. yes. When Earth, Wind, and Fire was singing a song to make the black people get in the water so the shark could eat them. Right. Oh, and then, of course, Chicken Wings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> come here, chicken. <laughs> Wait, she said, come here, chicken? Yes, he did. Oh, nigga. might be my fat person anthem yeah <laughs> i might have to download this one for real for the car do it that's your, that's your theme music when you're gonna drive to popeyes mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to bojangles like mm, Put come it, here, blast in the background roll over bojangles mm, come here chicken ah! <laughs> chicken wings <laughs> Oh, 
my god <laughs> oh shit is there more hold on just in case start singing one more time that beat that love that beat too the mary jane beat oh my god that's when they had the black jaw shark eat i mean the the competition for eating uh chicken wings right and they had uh what was that dude it's like like something rick james like thick rick james or some yes, shit like, like thick that. james or something thick, like yeah, that yeah it was thick james and he was eating all them chicken wings yes he was oh my god fonte man look i can never i can never be mad at that dude ever oh my god like he'll say crazy shit on twitter i'm just like man but he's fonte i don't like his music so fuck it um all right man i guess it's time to play some of these games um you know, just got a tournament to play in the morning need to get all our rest justin you ready to play the games man yep i'm ready uh it's only only games i can win that apparently all right well my not in fantasy. Ah! uh yeah not the way not when you're playing me in fantasy <laughs> you know i'll play you first Oh, uh, next week too, I think. Uh, no, this is the first round of playoffs. You're yeah, done. I, I'm out the playoffs. Yeah, your, your ass is done, Justin. Okay, so just give up. No, that we just, play better. On, my team play better under pressure. Oh, okay. Well, it's less pressure then, cause. So wait, we'll play each other three weeks in a row, or is it two weeks well, in a row? And, and one of the leagues, I play you. The other league, I'm in the consolation round, oh. and I play somebody else. All right, here we go. <laughs> Just Fergus and them black people. We're just Fergus and them blacks. We're just Ferguson. Fergus and black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that I hate and you hate and we all hate. Mm-hmm. And only racist people love. It's Ferguson with black people. <laughs> well, we cover the latest news coming out of Ferguson and then we rate it from, well, it's always a hundred. All right. <laughs> it's always a hundred. Um, <clears throat> Killer Mike compares Ferguson. Uh, following a grand jury decision to the Jewish Holocaust, as opposed to, to the other, as opposed to the other Holocaust. It was Monday night. The grand yeah. jury decision was made public. You happened to be uh, at a show in St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah, we were the night. only act that didn't cancel. That emotion on stage. Can you just tell me everything that was behind that? We watched the verdict come down, and my wife walked to the back and started weeping. Uh, she was playing, I think, Sam Cooke, Change is Gonna Come. I just cried like a baby. I just held her in my arms, and I just cried. You know, when your wife, as a man, when your wife looks at you and says to you, I don't know if God loves us. Mm. I'd never heard anything that hopeless in a moment since I had read a passage from a Holocaust survivor that questioned the validity or even God existed because of the conditions they were living under. And it just hurt. I couldn't do anything. I was helpless in that moment. I cried like a baby in the back. My rap partner, LP, who's white, came and comforted me. And then he and my wife both said, we think you should say something tonight. Usually we come out to another song. She was like, we should just come out in silence and say something. We will not live with your fear. We will not accept your pain. We're not going to keep playing that race card because we know. We know you don't value my skin, and you know you do value his, but you know what? We're friends, and nothing is going to devalue that. 
I didn't know what I was going to say, and I got on stage and just told the truth as I saw it. I'm curious if you think, if you wish the president had gone to Ferguson. He's the president of the United States, not just 45 million black people. Right. Would I, in my black father heart, in my black male heart, do I wish he would have went? Absolutely. Did I expect that from a sitting U.S. president? Absolutely not. Right. Um, he has to be hands off in the office of presidency in that way. But as a black father and as a black man, I would hope that when he stepped away from that podium, when he went and sat on the bed next to his wife, I would hope that he experienced the same feelings of hopelessness and helplessness that I felt because those feelings are what invigorates you the next day to fight the better fight. What do you as an American? And that's why I fuck with Killer Mike. Right. Mm, he gets it. Niggas on my Facebook page didn't. Again, as a black American, I uh, want to hear from him. I want to hear from him that there's going to be a change in the police state called America. I mean, we have lost a numerous amount of um, liberties since the Patriot Act. I'd like to see some of those things repealed. I could stay in the emotion of Ferguson. I could care only about that particular moment, but that keeps it at that particular moment. I said from day one, and I say now, this is a constitutional rights issue. All of our rights are being violated by bad policing when any of our rights are being violated. So my take with the president is actually a <laughs> little bigger than Ferguson. What are you going to do to reinstate the rights of Americans not to be treated like we have a militia, a martial law militia overseeing us in our daily lives? Mm, I can fuck with that. Me too. <clears throat> um, and yeah, I like that it, it was more than just you black. So why don't you black it up? Black man. Like, yeah, well, good job. Uh, Killer Mike. Oh, uh, we supposed to write that. That's a zero. To I me, mean, man. we never really write them anyways, okay. Ferguson. So it will get worse. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like everything he said. Uh, my man Joe <clears throat> Scarborough from the Morning Joe, he uh, had to chime in on Ferguson because some uh, congressmen and <clears throat> members of the House were on C-SPAN. This Ram story got <clears throat> doing uh, hands up, don't shoot. So he had to chime in with his thoughts. Interesting uh, overnight. Oh What's going on with that? Conflicting yeah. accounts now whether a top official with the St. Louis Rams apologized for five players who made the hands up, don't shoot gesture before Sunday's game. County Police Chief John Belmar said he spoke with the executive vice president of football operations who apologized. The police chief said it was a heartfelt phone call with the official who regretted that the gestures may have minimized the work of the police departments and officers. The Rams official, however, now denies what? ever apologizing. He says, in part, in none of these conversations did I apologize for our players' actions. I did say in each conversation that I regretted any offense their officers may have taken. We do believe it's possible to both support our players' First Amendment rights and to support the efforts of local law enforcement. That's an executive vice president of football operations for the Rams. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Head coach Jeff Fisher says the five players will not be disciplined by the NFL or by the team. As far as the choice that the players made, no, they're exercising their right to free speech. <laughs> they will not be disciplined by the club, nor will they be disciplined by the National Football League as, as it was released today. Yeah, I, I love Jeff Fisher. He's also the dude that took a chance on uh, Michael um, Sam. Right. It's my personal opinion, <clears throat> and I firmly believe that uh, it's important that I keep sports and politics separate. I'm, not, I'm a head coach. I'm not a politician, an activist, or an expert on societal issues. So, Willie, I, I don't understand. Uh, don't, the, don't the cops 
Okay, well, wait, what, what am I looking at here? Well, other people I'll holding their hands up. Yeah, just well, a second. Yeah. I want to talk about the Rams first. So the NFL, don't they have the right to tell players not to wear socks and are a certain way and what? I mean, they, yeah. they control everything about them. <clears throat> Whether or not you think the Rams players should be punished <clears throat> within the NFL, if your socks are down, they're not the right height, yeah. you get fined for it. If you dance a little too long in the end zone, you get fined for it. They have all these crazy rules to keep the brand uniform, to keep everybody on message. So, but but, the, but okay. these, these players can suggest that the St. Louis cops shoot black youth with their hands up in the air? That's cool with the NFL? That's cool? With the St. Louis Rams, that's cool. Yeah, it's not cool with us either that it happened. Mm, that's cool. That's cool. Cool, cool, bro. Cool, dude. Cool, buddy. It's St. Louis police officers <clears throat> in the town, probably a lot who who go to the games and watch the games and are fans. The St. Louis Rams think it's cool for them to suggest that St. Louis cops shoot young black men who have their hands up in the air when we know that that was a lie. It's a lot. We don't know that that was a lie. There were mixed. See, this is the thing that they're trying to use. It. Wait, they're fucking with me. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I'm on Hill. More people like going. Oh, it doesn't matter whether it's the truth or not. I'm going to suggest that cops shoot people with their well, hands the, up in the air. What are, is wrong with this country? These are elected. What officials. is wrong with these people? What's wrong with these elected officials? They know it's a lie. They know the cops didn't shoot him with his hands in the air. They know it's a lie, and they're doing this on that Capitol floor. Well, hold on a second. This is Congressman uh, Jeffries, you saw there, of New York, and, and two others as well. Yeah, did that on the floor. Unbelievable. Uh, Congressman Green of Texas and Congresswoman Clark, also of New York, making the hands up, don't shoot gesture on the floor of the House yesterday. Well, boy, that would really be moving if it were the truth. Like I said yesterday, why don't they put flying saucers on top of their heads and say, if only Michael Brown had not been transported up to Venus. It's just horrible. When will... I love that little look that his co-host had at the camera, like, when is this segment going to be over? Right. I just want to have a job. Don't say anything more stupid than this. Right. Aliens stop coming down here and transporting people to Venus. Like this flying about saucer on my head is an indication that we can no longer stand for aliens. Come on! It's not the truth, and you know it's not the truth, and you're going on the House floor suggesting... That police officers who put their lives on the line are shooting people with their hands in the air when you know it's a lie. What's wrong with you? Let's move on. Okay. Well, she was ready to move on, too. She's like, okay, I'm glad you finished <clears throat> ranting. She's like, thank God. I love that fake outrage. Yeah. Uh, also, I like that people think that because the grand jury didn't indict the dude, that that means everything was false. Right. Everything was right. Made up. We ag and we all agree. Meanwhile, we don't even know that the grand jury agreed. It could have been. It is, we don't know that's a unanimous decision. Right. Because they don't say. Right. We just know a majority of the people voted a certain way. That's it. You know, and it does. And you have witness eyewitness accounts that a lot of them say that's what happened. You know, maybe we're choosing not to believe the same Ferguson PD who just happened to lie on the Rams last night when they said that the Rams apologized for the gesture that their players made. And the Rams went on Twitter and said, mm, the fuck we did. Right. Who did you speak to? Yeah, I guess they forgot to kill the Rams uh, because they got caught in this lie.
Why would they even make up that lie? That's so stupid. Yeah, I guess when you get caught leaving people alive, it's just harder to defend your lie. I get the truth. Oh, I hate when they do this. It's a link to Eric Holder's talk about St. Louis Rams. I mean, about the uh, the oh, uh, investigation instead article. of the, the article. But, yeah, they lied about the Rams. And uh, they said, we received a very nice call from Mr. Kevin DeMar for the St. Louis Rams. We wanted to take the opportunity to apologize to our department on behalf of the Rams for the hands-up gesture that some players took the field with yesterday. Um we did not apologize, Ram spokesman artist Top Twyman said. He hey, told you know, and I actually believe them. Yeah, I believe the Rams. Right. I, I, I guarantee that apology is, uh, you know, is some shit that they tried to force in there. Like, oh, it's an apology. We we accept the apology. Yeah. We, well, we're not apologizing. We're sorry if you were offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, we'll take that apology. No, we're I not. Guarantee saying, that's not that conversation. Uh, the blinds breaking up. We got to get off the phone. Bye. Um. But yeah, and Jay and a, basically said we acknowledge what you're saying, but yeah. we're you know no, because uh, Reuter bas- the basically threatened them like we gonna not protect y'all as police uh, if y'all keep this up. Uh, Pharrell on the Ferguson jury, everyone is heartbroken. That's right. New Black Pharrell decided to try to talk about Ferguson without talking about race. Pharrell said everyone is heartbroken. There was no grand jury indictment of, uh, when there was no grand jury indictment of a white police officer in the killing of a black Missouri teen. Williams tweeted, yeah, first of all, not everyone is heartbroken. No, they're not. Williams tweeted about the decision last week and said in an interview late Monday that his perspective on the case hasn't changed since the shooting in August. My feelings have been the same since the, but that boy was murdered. Williams said backstage at the voice in Los Angeles where he's a coach. Everyone is heartbroken. It's another teen, unarmed teen gunned down. It's so funny watching him try to talk about this without mentioning black or race. Everyone is hurt because we're all the same and equal to everybody and we all love each other. That's so not true either. Actually, we don't. The human race lost a member. That's what the problem is. My feelings. I uh, wish that was the fact. Uh, the hip maker has been the most high profile recording artist to weigh in on the death of 18 year old Michael Brown in Ferguson. And the racially charged aftermath in a recent published Ebony magazine interview and elsewhere. So, I mean, what are we going to do, though? What are we going to do about it? He said he declined comment on ongoing cop protests, including school walkouts across the country. It's not really about what I think. It's about what you're going to do. What are you got? What are you going to do? He's a teen who was gone. He was gunned down. What are you going to do? You understand what I'm saying? That's why it hurts because you have no answer. None of us do. He's gone. That hurts. Uh, Charles Barkley delivered a rant on Ferguson. Hmm. He said, the why? Grand... <laughs> why not? Why does he do anything? Right, uh, he said, uh, stupid. the grand jury decision that you won't, uh, well, he said the grand, he agrees the grand jury decision. Of course. He, he um, yeah, it's amazing uh, how, how much impact you have in America and everything you say becomes a national story. And the story that was picked up recently is that you talked about brainwashed blacks holding up the success of black people. Can you clarify what what you meant with that? Uh, Exactly what I said. You know, there's this perception, you know, we're talking about Russell Wilson. There's a faction of black people. uh, You know, I grew up with these guys. When you try to uh, do well in school, they tell you you're acting white. When you speak intelligent, they're telling you you're acting white. We should have more black kids. He's not even speaking intelligent right now. And we know he didn't go to school. We know he didn't go to class. Right. No one's ever accused him of acting white. 
it's, I, it's, it's one of the reasons, because, you know, Jordan is with that class of him, you know, um, Magic Johnson, all those guys, they all kind of the same group. And I can kind of see why Jordan is like, no comment on things like this now. Because mm-hmm. he, he probably feels the same way as Barkley, but he didn't comment on it because he knows it's not appropriate. Yep. Speaking correctly, we should have more black kids going to college, getting great jobs. You know, part of the problem is we got we teach. That's one of the reasons I made the role model commercials. We tell blacks unless they can play, be entertainers or jocks, they're not successful. We can be doctors, lawyers, engineers, teachers, fire and policemen, but there's a perception among some black people, and I got more support now than I got negativity. I know some of the uh, that's like them them, them jackasses in, uh, who who are looting. Those aren't real black people. Those are scumbags. No, real black people, they're not out there looting. I just watched a great story on CNN where a bunch of folks, really amazing folks, wouldn't let them burn down uh, mm-hmm. an establishment. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it was a great story. Uh, you know, I was in Philly this summer when I saw four black kids went in a store and left money when nobody was in the store. But unfortunately, the way the media portrays a lot of black people, we only put the negative black people on television, Mike. Well, we don't put the good back hard the media then, black. Yeah, we only put the the black people only put the negative black people on TV. Because like, just, there's a huge component when he goes, black people need to go to college and get jobs. How do they get into college and get the jobs though? Well, correct. Because he's rambling, he can't even finish a coherent thought. Because because he, uh, he started out talking about how we hold each other down. And don't allow each other to be successful, and then he ends it with the media only portrays us as negative. Right. Which is it then, Charles? Is it us or is it the media? The media portrays a lot of black people. We only put the negative black people on television, Mike. We don't put the good, hard-working black people. And I, that's what I said, and that's what I meant. There's a perception among some black people, you're not a thug, a hood rat. You don't wear your pants down by your ass. You're not black enough. And they always holding us back, plain and simple. And I ain't set shutting up, and I ain't backing down. Well, and you, you ever notice the same white people that think the St. Louis Rams need to shut their mouths and keep their hands down and not protest mm-hmm. and just keep the politics out of sports? Can't wait to put Charles Barkley under the spotlight the for talking bad about black people. Can't wait. Now. You never do. So let's, since you brought up Ferguson, let, let's bring that up because we've been talking about it in the first hour of this show. Mm-hmm. Y- your reaction to the reaction in, in Ferguson, now, now not me as a white person, I see that as, as a reflection of black America's mistrust of white authority and the American judicial system. And I, I, I mean, to me, it, it was, it was going to happen because there's just no trust out there. How did you see that whole situation? Well, I thought it was really unfortunate. Uh, like I say, I, I need to really read the grand jury because, you know, the, the, Mike, we live in a quick story media, social network situation. You know, I'm hearing things today I haven't heard at all. Uh, you know, that even the black witnesses said this guy came 20 feet at the officer. They were fighting inside the car and two bullets went off. You know, I, I didn't know the kid came. I mean, the blood splatter, so the guy came at the, the cop 20 feet. Uh, I'm not saying who's right or wrong. Uh, I'm just hearing a true story that came out of the grand jury investigation. Yeah, the the evidence would lead you to believe that the, the uh, officer acted properly. But the mistrust, black people aren't going to ever see that. 
And and that's where the problem lies. Well, the white people love people like this because you get to put it on Barkley. Mm-hmm. Like if this dude was talking about himself, he'd be so scared to fucking talk about race or be so scared to, that he was going to offend somebody. But when you get a black person that's willing to be like, and the white man is correct, black people don't know shit and they shouldn't. I don't know why they mistrust the police. They need to trust them. Obviously, they're right on everything. Then it's like, exactly. Why can't the black people understand? I'm with you, Chuck. Well, let me just say this, man. I, I think we have to be weak. weak. Uh, I know I'm black, I, but I, I, I'm going to try to always be honest and fair. We have to be really careful with the cops, man, because if it wasn't for the cops, we'd be living in the wild, wild west in our neighborhoods. I, I think we, we- the wild, wild west, so you could just shoot down anybody and just go put them in the morgue because fuck it. But you can leave bodies out in the middle of the road for at high noon for hours. To let people know not to fuck with you, or, or that hang, Wild West, or hang them when you felt like it. The Wild Wild West, where you just you just shoot a motherfucker, worry about the consequences later. I feel like we already living in the Wild Wild West when it comes to police and black people. Mm-hmm. We can't pick out certain incidents that don't go our way and act like the cops are all bad. Uh, I, I hate when we do that because think about it. Uh, Look, all bees won't sting me. But I also don't fuck with bees. I know I don't. I don't know. Like, it's it's very simple. I'm human. Okay? I'm not saying every fucking cop is going to do some crazy shit. I just know that they have the authority to kill at will and very, very unlikely they will ever face any consequences for it. Very unlikely. So, yeah, I'm going to be afraid of the police and mistrusting of the police. They have so much authority and they have, uh, they've shown, uh, ability to willfully wield it on to black people who are minding their own fucking business. So mm-hmm. yeah, I- I'm okay stereotyping cops that way. Walking around like To protect Sh- myself. Walking around like Sheree from Housewives of Atlanta. Talking right. about who gonna check me, boo. Cause when it goes the other way, they don't mind stereotyping. When you talk about stereotyping black people and being afraid of black people and crossing the street cause we black, mm-hmm. you don't mind grouping us together. But when we group all the cops together with the bad ones, all of a sudden it's a fucking double standard, right? Fuck you. Did you know how bad some of these neighborhoods would be if it wasn't for the cops? Uh, listen, and first of all, it's always great to play Monday morning quarterback. Uh, it, like, he shot him a lot. Like, well, if you got a gun and you're fighting with somebody, you're not going to shoot him once. You're going to pull the trigger X amount of times. Like I say, I don't know what happened, Ferguson. Nobody knows what happened. I want to take the Actually, time as a responsible person, right. read the grand jury. Yeah, a lot of people were there and saw it. They know what happened. You just don't want to believe them. Free statement. Uh, like I say, I didn't know they got to fight inside the car. Uh, that that would tells me something. Like, but that's your fault. How yeah. the fuck did you not know that? It was the first day, and that was the first time he probably was fighting for his life. That was the entire fucking defense. He hit him in the car, so therefore he could chase his ass down for a hundred yards and shoot his ass. Yeah, that's his penalty for punching a cop. Death. Right. So if you ever punch anybody in your life, Charles, like you did on the basketball court, they hit the right to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like wow, they there's two shots in the car, and it's been proven that the young kid uh, came toward this guy for 
I want to say 22 feet. I didn't know that until this morning. He's an adult, because Charles. He's 18. Has rushed, uh, you know, I can't believe anything I hear on television even. Well, you got to um, understand you know, that most of, most of this evidence, though, is coming from the mouth of the police officer. That, that there isn't a witness but that. There, but that's forensic, forensic evidence. Yeah, the forensic evidence was, would, would indicate that he acted properly. But he's also telling the story. And I don't know, like the other but witness. He he, but, but I'm saying uh, the, 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 I was, three or four witnesses who were black said exactly what the cops mm-hmm. said and 12 said the opposite well, what the fuck you just pick the ones you want to believe man that's why when people say it's a dead story and but it was proven false like no a propensity of the majority of people said nah it was the other way but in the grand jury when the prosecutor is really the defense attorney correct you know like yeah of course he's not going to jail they don't want him to uh, see, that's why I don't like talking about racial stuff with the media because, like, they love you this stuff. you constantly letting them put a microphone they in your face this. and say it got something to say, right? Right. It seems like you do love talking about it. You called up. You could have said, I don't want to talk about this. Correct. could have said, well, let's talk about the Heat versus the Bulls tonight. See, a uh, great, uh, not even a great story. They Controversy sells, unfortunately. It's just an awful situation. A young kid got killed. Man, the cops are the last line of defense. Uh, we we shouldn't just jump That's to conclusions. No, I got you. I, I got you. I, and again, but we're going to jump to conclusions, especially Black America, because mm. of of but situations they do in the that. past. They should not do that, Mike. No, you're, you're right. It's they, it's they hard. Don't, they don't jump to conclusions where Black people kill each other. This nigga, he did the what about Black on Black crime? Yes, bro. he did. He really did the. But I knew it was coming, and it still hit me like a stomach punch. Fuck. It's like part of that everyday life. Mike, you know, I'm in Philadelphia all summer. It makes me sad every single day that I see this black-on-black crime. I mean, it, it really makes me sad. I can say, I'm in Philadelphia all summer. You know that. I'm there four months a year. Mm-hmm. It really makes me sad every single day. Not one day, not Monday, not Wednesday. Every single day, black-on-black crime is an epidemic. And nobody goes crazy. And like I say, I don't know what happened, man. I'm just going to go by the evidence, forensic evidence. But that being said, there's no excuse for those people to be out there burning down people's business, burning up police cars. That serves no purpose. Totally agree. That serves no purpose whatsoever. Fuck, man. Let's go to our other game. I mean, obviously, 100 for everything. Son of a bitch. Probably zero for killer Mike, but a hundred for everything else. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't mind because people always go, "Well, it's Charles Barkley." I mean, of course he's gonna say something stupid, right? I get that. I'm more. It's more annoying the people that he gives cover for and how he's used as a big joker in these conversations. That's mm-hmm. what I. That's what's annoying to me. I'm not going to punch him if I see him in the street. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to stop watching TNT or some shit like that. So don't try to act like, oh, the black people are mad, so they're going to start some. Like, I'm not starting a movement. I'm not saying ban Charles Barkley. I just oh, find no. his comments to be annoying. Right. And I do want people to hear it for themselves. I do want to play it on the show so that people can, can see the kind of fuck shit that he's doing. You know, like, uh, I know a lot of people have kind of, uh, tuned out with certain shit like this, but 
this is the shit that white people use in discussions when we're not around correct or in discussions when we are around and we're saying it's the opposite and go well charles barkley said well jason whitlock said well so-and-so said the whole point is hey this reinforces my racism and this guy is black and he said it so therefore my racism is okay and you just have to deal with it regardless of the facts of the matter so yeah i'm going to bring it up every fucking time and i'm going to be annoyed about it and you can check out. You don't have to be annoyed, but I'll be annoyed for both of us then. Fuck mm-hmm. it. That Charles Barkley, he's one of the good guys. I I, I appreciate when he calls up. Right. But he, ah! he, you know what? He he can call up here anytime. He's one of the good ones. Exactly. Now that is time for some guest of race. That's right. It's guest of race time. Now that is time for some guest of race. That's right. It's guest of race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestant today, Jay Cosby, to guess the ah! race, and the chat room plays along, and they are racist. All right, um, let's do um, this one. Oh, Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida, it's been a while. Welcome back, my old friend. Ramona Braswell. A St. Peter, Petersburg woman is charged with felony child abuse after police say she used a stun gun on a three-year-old boy. Oh, shit. Police responded to the home at 4.15 p.m. on November 29th after the boy's mother called saying she had uh, he'd been shocked in the arm by another woman who also lives at the home. The mother told officers officer she was in another room of the house when she heard her son cry from the area, the area of the room, living room. When she went to check on him, she found Ramona Braswell, 30, standing there, her son holding a stun gun. Braswell was laughing and activating the stun gun several times but not touching the child. Her son immediately told her that Braswell had shocked him on the arm and that it hurt. Braswell denied touching the child with the stun gun, but marks left on his left arm confirmed that the contact had been made with the skin. When questioned by police, Braswell continued to deny shocking the child but did admit she was activating near the boy. And at one point, placed the gun, stun gun handle on his arm, but not the electrodes. <laughs> she was saying everything but what happened. Oh, it really wasn't that. Uh, she said the stun gun belonged to a friend. She was just playing with the device on a three-year-old. Officers told, took Bridewell, Bridewell into custody, uh, charging her with one count of felony child abuse. She was released on $5,000 bond Saturday night. Guess the race, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with black. Oh, uh, wow. No, no father in the home. Okay. Two, Two women. women. All right. Uh, Aaron says, so white they use futuristic means of disciplining and forgot 300,000 boats will burn. Only white people get the taser. Blacks get shot. Low bond white, blacker than the heart oh. of Charles Barkley support white power. White, she had to resort to the stun gun because her kid got off the, his leash. Oh. Over tanned, saber tooth white, white is the lightning arcing from that stun gun. Using the force with her lightsaber, white, thin-lipped, flat-booted, Darren Wilson supporter, fuck these <laughs> people. Stop touching me, I'm not touching you, white negress. They actually disciplined that child, black. The correct answer is, Justin, you got it, black. Right. <laughs> uh, some people did miss it, so where is that at? Oh, 
That pig. Yeah. Black as her lips black. Gotta say, I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, that's not the most stunning picture I've seen of a, a woman. Um, a mom got seven years for child porn involving herself and her toddler son. White. What? A 25-year-old woman was sentenced Tuesday to seven years prison for possession of child pornography. Video she made of herself engaging in sexual conduct with her own toddler son. Even the judge, a former prosecutor and a veteran of the felony division bench, seemed shocked. This behavior is contrary to the laws of nature, Milwaukee County Circuit Judge Stephanie Rothstein said. <laughs> the sentencing hearing offered a sad synopsis of the story of Jessica Bell. Adopted by a couple in Washington State, she grew up with love and support, a large extended family, good schools, and a comfortable life. But her learning disability led to struggles in school. She graduated in high school, got pregnant, and married, and moved to the South. Her mom, who traveled from Washington to speak at the sentencing, said her daughter seemed happy and told her all I ever wanted was to be a mom so I could suck my toddler's dick. Mm -hmm. but, a, but a short time later, the marriage soured, and Belle's husband walked out on them. That's when Belle began reaching out to her biological family, which brought her to Wisconsin. She moved to Racine to be with her half-brother, Justin Serber, and began working at, for the State Department of Corrections. It was during this time Bell made the videos, but then became uncomfortable with Serber's influence and asked her mother to take her son. She then left Racine herself and moved back to uh, Oak Creek. Shout out to Nick Jew. Serber told Bell's new boyfriend to check Bell's computer. When he did, he found hundreds of emails between Bell and Serber, many discussing sexual topics involving the boy. So her half-brother was like, I want you to fuck your son and send me the videos. The new boyfriend then found the videos and called the police. Bell was arrested and charged in the fall of 2013. Damn, he called it on his own girlfriend. Her attorney, Mary Show, said uh, Bell never put the video on the Internet or shared it with anyone, but Server, who was charged <laughs> with incest for his relationship with Bell, uh, wait, but... With anyone but Server. Okay. And he's charged with incest for his relationship with Bell as a trial set for February. Bell. So I thought they was half related. I guess he's looking at it as half the time. I'm, I'm just going to fuck the lower half. We ain't related down there. <laughs> maybe, maybe he can get half the time. What is it, 20 years? I'll, I'll take 10. <laughs> Bell cried during the hearing when it was her turn, <laughs> when it was her turn to speak. She said, I want to tell my baby how sorry I am. And that she would have protected him better, should have protected him better. Rothstein noted that while Bell seemed to blame Serber, she was, he was not present when she made the videos with her son. There's no coercion defense. The judge said, observing that to her, Bell had yet to fully accept responsibility for her acts. The boy's age aggravated the offense, Rothstein said, because he was too young to escape or even verbalize to someone else that what his mother was doing. She said the boy may be lucky to not recall the events later in life, but he will certainly have lost his mother. Uh, the boy now about four was being raised by relatives in another state oh. who are in the ass play instead of dicks and has a different, <laughs> it has a different last name than his last name. <laughs> Rothstein ordered Bell to have no contact with the boy by any means or via third party for 17 years. Regardless of the actions of any other courts, Bell also will be on the state sex offender registry for life. 
Sex offender registry for life. <laughs> for life. For life. For nigga. life. Uh. For life. Sex registry. For the rest to the <laughs> grave. Suck that dick. From the cradle to the grave. Literally. <laughs> right. Bell still faces 10 felony counts in Racine County. <laughs> Damn. She is scheduled to enter guilty pleas in that case in January. Guess the rest, Justin. <laughs> oh, wait. Let's check the chat room. Pedo, pedo period. She went to the school of Mama June Parenting Academy White, <laughs> says Lord Jeeves. Oh. People still in child touching boogeyman white. Cersei Lannister Baratheon. John Grissom's close white friend who just accidentally stumbled into this. Oh. Nasty cracker who was mad she couldn't get a teaching job to get at these young boys white. Oh. As white as the meth she stuffs in the pipe. Whiter than the male she used to lube up that baby meat. Oh, Lex. Oh. Mm. Uh, Jeezy says, taboo, the younger years, white. Uh, <laughs> whiter than Glenn Beck's definition of rape, white. Oh. Country music oh. inspiration, white. Lifetime member of the sex registry, Casper, and white. Everybody got this right. Yes, they did. Because if it ain't white, right, it ain't right. <laughs> And uh, let me put her picture in the chat. I wonder if other people that had learning disabilities are like, bitch, you fucking up for all of us. <laughs> Everybody. Like, really? I got learned disabilities, but I ain't stupid. <laughs> You're um, retarded, bitch, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was she? Like, she had incest and child abuse. No, no, that's just retarded. No, that's stupid. Uh, She's stupid. All right, here's next. Uh, let's uh, go to the bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round to guess the race. So everything's worth double the points, double the race. So far, Justin is two for two. Let's see if he can keep his streak going. You getting nervous, Justin? Nope. All right. Let's, uh, Ice water run through my veins. All right. Let's see if we can do. Ice cold. See if we can do this one. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Bobby Weber. With the Ascension Parish Sheriff's Office reports arrest of Ch- the arrest of Chad Babin for home invasion and other charges on Sunday, November 30th. Deputies responded to a home in reference to a possible home invasion. Upon arrival, deputies observed Babin lying on his stomach in the living room, being held down ah. by four men at gunpoint. I thought you oh, were going to say planking. De- deputies, <laughs> deputies began an investigation and learned that Babin pulled into the driveway of the resident as the female of the resident was unloading items from her vehicle. Babin then began cursing at her and stated he was going inside the residence with her. He then grabbed her and she began screaming for her husband to help. The husband, along with her son and other friends of the family, were able to detain Babin until deputies arrived at the scene. According to Lieutenant Colonel Weber, Babin was hit in the head with one of the homeowner's guns and suffered a laceration above his right eye. He was transported to the local hospital where he was treated for his injuries and then booked into Ascension Parish Jail. Chad Babin is 46 and was charged with simple battery, simple criminal damage to property, home invasion, and simple kidnapping. His bond has not yet been set. Babin sustained injuries to his face from the homeowners defending themselves against him. Guess the race, Justin. Um, he got all those simple charges. I'm going to go with white. Let's check the chat room. A dirty, thin-lipped beast. If he was black, he would have been shot white. Damn, Markham. Dirty, (laughs) thin-lipped. Yeah. 
they had every opportunity to stand their ground and didn't white. What did white people ever do to you, Marcus? And not a word about the obvious white, white on white crime at work. Sounds like an all white affair. Charles Barkley scriptwriter, white. <laughs> Bad Lieutenant White hit with the gun, not shot with it. Topic of every Tariq show ever. The, the dominant society, Aaron. Oh, the no. correct answer is white. Uh, let me play the music. Got a slight cut above his eye. Hey, why he got his arms crossed like, God damn. Yeah, they fucked him up. He ran up on the wrong woman. He didn't know that she had men in the house. That's what that brought He's like a big to. dude, too, man. Mm-hmm. Till four dudes is on him. Right, they <laughs> fucked him up. They put them guns on him. He's like, I just, like, oh, you don't come in this house fucking unannounced. Yeah. When the rape ain't going right, that's what you end up looking like. Right. Uh, All right, man. Let's talk about obviously the last topic of the show that we always wrap up with so close to the trail (laughs) (laughs) got a bob and weed man got it up a keen photographer captured these chilling moments when a racist thug brandished a fearsome samurai sword on his street. Gareth Devlin caught on camera as he stalked a Port Clarence street with a sword threatening to kill all Polish people, was jailed for five years today. Guess the race. T-Side's top judge congratulated and thanked the amateur photographer securing vital evidence in his speedy snaps. Devlin, 28, waved the sword in front of children on a summer's afternoon, shattering residents' peace as they enjoyed the World Cup. Polish nationals have been drinking and chatting to their neighbors on Meadowdale Close uh, on July 12th. Two hooded men, Devlin and 24-year-old Joseph Smithson, walked into the street and started trouble for no apparent reason. Come on, shouted Devlin, sword in hand. Prosecutor Paul Cleesby told the T-side, uh, Crown Court. He told one Polish man, I will kill you and raise the long sword. As the resident turned to flee, Dev- Devlin struck out the weapon struck out with the weapon causing a wound to his back which later needed five stitches there were children in the street as the swordsman <laughs> threatened to kill all polish people as smithson punched in another innocent bystander <laughs> shit mr cleavey added one of the witnesses to to their great credit grabbed the camera he was a keen photographer he was able to take photographs of the photographs of the assailants assailants uh that at the time proved to be the best evidence your honor sees Gareth Devlin with a sword in his hand in broad daylight, walking down the street singing, do I did it, did it, dumb, did it, do. He was attempted, ah! he was attempt, he has attempted to disguise himself with a hood over his face. Mr. Cleasley said witnesses to the terrifying attack since left the area making the photos even more crucial. He added, were it not for his quick thinking and good work, the crown would not have the case that they have. Devlin admitted wounding with intent to cause grievous bodily harm and possession of an offensive weapon. Devlin and Smithson, who both lived a few streets away from the crime scene, admitted a fray. Devlin had 40 previous offenses on his record, including four violent crimes. He was sent to a young offenders institution in 2007 for having <laughs> a homemade machete in a public space. Mm. Shit. They yeah. got their life. You upgraded from machete homemade. to upgraded from machete to sword. George Hazel Orem, defending Devlin, said he showed remorse in his guilty plea 
at the first opportunity he said he knows that it's a serious offense he knows that the only outcome is immediate custodial sentence the only question is the length of it thankfully the injuries were not serious in the context of this offense the wound was relatively minor and a full recovery was made it was also a single blow it's his first offense of this nature the other violence is relatively low level he's still a relatively young man he has a partner there expecting a child in february he knows that he will miss the first few years of his child's life we should have thought about that before he start cutting people over a fucking soccer game correct <laughs> judge simon born art and qc the recorder of mills middlesboro said you mr devlin took part in a very bad attack upon this polish gentleman for reasons only you can understand you know and you set out in your letter and only a sentence of custody can be considered and a lengthy sentence of that he jailed Dev- devlin for four years for the assault plus one year for having the fearsome weapon that's it five years <laughs> he told smithson the time he spent on remand equal to eight months sentence was enough custody for his crime smithson was given two year community order plus a hundred with 120 hours unpaid work and a year supervision. So the dude that punched somebody in the face only got time served basically. Wow. But, yeah. But I say you should get time for fucking, um, aiding and abetting a sword user. Mm-hmm. Fuck yep. that shit. Uh, all right, man. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. I mean, it's only nine o'clock. Uh well, Agents of Shield is on. I don't want to have to kick you out of my house, but I will kick you out of my house. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll be back tomorrow, and uh, thank y'all so much for listening. Go to tweakedaudio.com, mm-hmm. code TBGWT. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, I baby. I love y'all too. Karen, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.